Greetings. I am Tink Er Taylor, maker of the finest garments in all of the Aurum Coast. You are listening to another episode of Wreckage, an RPG podcast. I'm told these things are popular in your realm. If the recording brings pleasure to your audio receptors, then why not leave a kindly worded review for the performers? I understand it's a very good method of spreading word to other beings interested in listening. Now, I must return to my business. These suits and cloaks won't make themselves. Right, hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Wreckage RPG. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Um, so, without further ado, I am uh, JGR, I am the, the DM of this group, uh, I'm sure you sort of all know that by now, uh, and I'd, I'd say thank you and introductions to all our wonderful players at the moment, so we've got Adam, Ollie, Lee, Rob and Jay. Hello. Uh, Hello. Throughout today. Shalom. Um, so yeah, we, we're going to sort of carry on with our adventures through through Uri, but just before we do, a couple of thank yous. Uh, first off to Green Ronin for um, the age system, really good system, and also thank you for the support on the socials, that's been wonderful. Um, also to Sirenscape, uh, which we're using some of the audio for in the background, tinkling away, and you might have noticed some new songs and tunes in the last episode and in this episode, uh, sort of expanding our little library. And also this time around we're using uh, Roll20 a little bit as, as well. Um, so all really easily accessible resources and go check them out if you don't use them already. Um, talking of socials, uh, we have now expanded onto Twitter, Facebook, been on Instagram for a while. So please go uh, check out our links which are on our anchor page um, and please give us a follow, like, all that kind of wonderful stuff. Your, your smash support that is, like button, guys. Smash the like button. It's completely free. It doesn't cost you anything. But yeah. What is up, um, guys? What is up, guys? <laughs> you know, if you want to follow us for some funny quotes and just joining in general sort of tabletop RPG uh, stuff on, on the socials. So, uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, has anybody got anything else they want to say? Any other announcements? Nope. Okay. No? Good. There. No, the excitement good, mate. is all there. <laughs> I've right. got to go, guys. Sorry. Oh, See really? you later. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Darn it. <laughs> I have to reschedule. Okay. Well, without further ado, let us uh, dive back into the world of Uri. So, last time round, our group finished their business with the Iceborne Raiders and the Toscan people. They managed to find the Raiders a home, and some safety from whatever it is they're fleeing. And they also managed to return Daisy to Fergal. And they managed to earn a little bit of silver from the guards, and at the same time, potentially managed to plant the seeds of a partnership between the Toscans and the Raiders. Who knows how that might play out. So, as our group set up, set forth to find out more about the staff and the book that they found within the hidden city in the mountains of the Slate Peak Forest, they stopped off at the Dandy Owl Coach House. Here they met a rather old elf by the name of Tantan. Apparently he smells a bit. <laughs> he seems to show great interest in the staff and the book. And his interest was so piqued that he offered a trade. Information on the items for helping him get a herb he needs for some of his experiments. A herb called Palace Palantalan and found in the swamps just a little further to the south. He has been there before, but he was chased away by some shadows. Despite the group suggesting force as an ulterior method, they did eventually decide to help Tantan and go and find his herb. So, the following morning, the group headed south, 
The road was quiet, with the frost-covered grass slowly thawing in the early winter sun. At the first river crossing, they turned inland, following the small riverside path. The vegetation was thick, and the mud was like treacle. The going was rather slow. With the midday sun now making its journey to the horizon once more, our group find themselves on one side of a rather cold river, and needing to get to the other. What would you like to do? Wait, can, can I just clarify? Did we agree to help a wizard called Tantan find some Palantatan? What was the <laughs> what was the herb? Like it Palace Palantum, was it? Palace Palantan. Palace Palantalan. Palantalan for Tantan. Sounds like a hip hop yeah. group. I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, on a side note, he doesn't smell that bad anymore. He's had a bath. Yeah, he did have a bath. So, yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, well, I need to be clarified. So Gillis walked up to Tantan and pats him on the back and says, uh, "Tantan, what do your elf eyes see?" Then I look at his eyes and I realise he can see a lot. <laughs> Currently, Tantan is looking at the sky and watching a whole and the flock floor. of birds simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, and the floor. <laughs> and somehow what's going on behind him as well. Um, I think Tink, if I recall, uh, Tink fell into some water. He did. And Matt pulled him out. Uh, so yeah, if you can remember the, uh, the fable of the scientist, the teenager, and the time-travelling horse's carriage... Uh, he has like an auto drive feature, so like you know he, he just kind of stands there, spreads his arms out, and then all of this like hot air starts like blasting out from everything and dries him off. I do not remember that tale. So I've got to be honest. I was going to say I do I'm... not know that reference, Lee. I'm glad that <laughs> well, I'm not the, the only sci- one. Cause... The scientist, the teenager, and the horseless carriage that travels through time. It's Back to the Future. Yes. Oh, oh, he's talking about Back to the Future. Right. <laughs> What, what is this Back to the Future you speak of? I do not know. Uh, no copyright, no copyright. Yeah. The fable of the teenager, the scientist, and the time-travelling horse's carriage. Yeah, he's rolls off, the off when he loses some of his uh, cloak feathers to this blast of hot air. Just gives Tinker sort of a wry eye. Is he Geordie now? Wry eye? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I thought Gillis would be the one to blow himself. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just tuning in, listeners, it is a Friday night and we're all a couple of beers now. <laughs> Don't make excuses for our action. Um, so, shall I recap? I, I seem to remember that we were stood at the sort of bend in a river and we need to get across, right? Yeah. That's correct. How how far? What's the expanse of water like in front of us? How far is it to the other bank? So as you sort of look out over this little curve in the river, it's about twenty meters or so to the other side of of the river. It's it's a gentle flow. Um, you don't quite know how deep it is, but you do know that underfoot it's quite muddy. Um, and over the other side, you can sort of see this white mist just sort of floating over the opposite embankment. At this point, Tink is kind of looking at Mac, uh, mainly at Mac's arms, and then he's sort of looking at the the distance, and he he, he, he sidles over to over to Mac. It's like, Mac, do you feel you would be able to perhaps propel one of us across to the other bank? Um, Mac is going to uh, have a look at Tan Tan. 
<laughs> he's gonna. Why is it always me. <laughs> he's gonna grab hold of him. Wait, I don't. Uh, G- wait, 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 say, wait, wait, Rob, wait. Hang on a second. <laughs> Gillis has got a cloak of feathers. He could probably float across half of that. He throw throw the other one. Yeah, I agree. Take take the bird man. He's part already flying. <laughs> but birds cannot fly very well if they get wet. So if he gets wet, it will be worse. Hmm. This is very true. We need you to propel somebody across the river holding a rope. I'm gonna scamper uh, away. Okay, Mac holds a rope and gets a hold of Tantan. Uh, Tantan would like to scamper away. <laughs> okay. As fast uh, so as nobly needs as to carry. Sort of like, so, 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 um, Mac was sort of making his way to go and grab you. So I'll tell you what. Uh, Mac, make a strength check, and Tantan, you can make a dexterity check. No, we'll do yeah. an opposed. We'll do an opposed <laughs> test. So as you Why try does and... this always happen at the start of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. So that is a that is a twelve. Okay, 12. that was a fifteen. 15. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so turns and you try and sort of manage to you try and wriggle away and sort of just as you're sort of like taking that first step, just this massive orc hand just like grabs you by the scruff of the back of your clothes and sort of just picks you up quite easily in one hand. When this is a willpower test, Rob, I will win one! <laughs> <laughs> Mac throws him. Wait, okay. <laughs> um, he said it! He tied the rope to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. holding the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Who's holding the rope? I'm not holding the rope! <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> roll, um, roll, roll a strength check, please, Mac. Oh, is there amazing. a roll for flight <laughs> at, any, at any point in this RPG that I don't know of? That would be 17. Ooh! Ooh! Okay, so, I tell you what, there's, there's, you sort of start, like, you sort of, like, roll your arm a couple of times, just getting the right angle, and you, you launch him. Now... You know, you've sort of seen how people, how far people can throw shot puts, and sort of at the moment that he sort of releases, you see Tantan just makes a really small ball in sort of this hope that he's going to fly, and he just starts launching across. And I, I reckon you probably get get a good launch on this. You know, he's quite a small, wiry elf. Probably get him about halfway across across the river, and he just lands, splash straight into the centre of the river. Um, so, so. As, as you land, um, you sort of, you're a little bit shocked. It's bloody cold. It's freezing in this water. Um, right. And you're sort of like trying to, to orientate yourself. So as you've got the shock of being thrown into this cold water, I would like you to make a willpower check, please. Yeah. Oh, here we go. It's like he knew. This is a, a courage <laughs> check. Okay. Uh, Mac, it may be pertinent to throw him the rope. Ooh, okay. That is a 13. 13. Okay, so as you land, um, you sort of, you know, the splash and that sudden cold and shock, you manage to whew, breathe for a couple of moments and manage to compose yourself. Um, your feet are not touching the ground, and there's a very, very gentle flow to the, the river. You are moving ever so slightly to the left and sort of away from, you know, as if you're looking towards the other side. Ever so slowly, not very fast at all, but, you know, it's, it's not going to sweep you away. Um, but yes, it, it's really cold. Mac throws right. the rope at him. Okay, uh, the whole roll rope. Or... A... Yeah, yeah, hold uh... one end. <laughs> uh, t- okay, roll, roll a accuracy check, please. 
accuracy. Oh, he's not good. He's not good at these. Oh no. Somehow Ooh. that does not surprise Ten. me. Ten. <laughs> Ten. But he did get okay, a double so two. He did get a double two on a ten. Oh, so as you sort of throw the rope out, it lands about two meters short of Tantan, and it's just sort of floating away a little bit from him, and sort of like can choose to reel it back in, but yeah, it's, it's missed him. The best thing about this is no one's asked Tantan if he can bloody swim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tantan, what are you what are you doing at the moment? Uh, I, as soon as I was probably landed, I would try and swim for the other shore. Okay, so I I would like you to make a strength check. God, we know how well these go. <laughs> this oh, is sorry. not a Yeah, strength. Strength uh, swimming. Uh, okay, my strength is zero, so that is a ten. Ten, okay. Well, you, you quite easily manage to sort of swim across the other side. You sort of line yourself up. You make your way to the shore. You get taken ever so slightly downstream a little bit, but you do manage to swim to the other side and you're there. But, oh my lord, you're cold. Oh, great. So you are you're successfully the other side, but you are freezing. I guess Mac would probably at this point a little bit confused, go in and go and retrieve the rope. <laughs> so so is he actually gonna just pull it back, or is he gonna go into the river? Oh no, he then... threw the rope in. The whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he threw the whole rope. Okay, so um, you, you sort of make your way out. I would like as you start swimming, I would like you to make a strength check. Uh, that's good. good. Uh, 17 again. 17, yeah. You easily manage to sort of swim out into the centre of the, the water. Um, you know, no no qualms at all. And it's sort of like the, 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 not even the flow batters you away. You manage to pick up the rope. And you're sort of, you're about eight metres into the river, holding a rope. Um, even through your thick orcish hide, it does feel quite chilly. Come on in. It is nice and refreshing. <laughs> hmm. yeah, Gillis shakes his head absolutely not believing a word Max says I cannot say um, I, I approve of, of sullying my clothes in this filthy water um, is there any sort of so Gillis is just looking around for any sort of trees or anything he could sort of use as regrowth spell to perhaps make at least a raft out of or extend okay. something across yep. the water uh, Roll, uh, roll a perception searching test. <laughs> to see if you so can find a, a tree. <laughs> uh, 9 <laughs> plus 2, 11. 9, 11. 11, okay. So as you sort of like look, walking around and looking around the sort of the, the area that you're in, you do see sort of like some slightly larger logs, a little bit of driftwood that's sort of quite large in places um, that might be, might be of use. I was thinking, like, obviously, the rest of us can probably take a bit of a dip in the water, but Tink's going to suffer sort of uh, a bit more than the rest of us. He's um, watertight, he's isn't cold. he? He's, yeah, he's a droid. He, he doesn't need food, sleep. Doesn't get rusty. Sleep, but... Nah, it's not necessarily... It's like otherworldly metal. So. Oh, I've right. got a potion uh, WD-40 for that. I should... <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Yeah, it's probably not much work. It's more the fact he doesn't want to get his clothes dirty, because you know, they're, they're very nice clothes. I'm stuffing them. Um, yeah, Gillis <laughs> just got to start booting it, start swimming his way across. Okay, so you're sort of putting the wood to one side, you're just going to swim across. Okay, roll a strength check, please, as you make your way across. Uh, that is... 13. 
Nice, awesome. Okay, you, you very easily managed to make it across the, the river, the, the gentle current not bothering you um, at all, and you sort of managed to get straight across. And as sort of as you swim past Mac, who's just like having a little paddle holding the rope <laughs> in the middle of the river. Can Mac touch the bottom? Being taller than the rest uh, of the Mac, you can't quite touch the bottom. If you sort of like put your toes down, you could almost touch the bottom, but you can't quite. I mean, so, um, Mac and Tink and Galen, what are you doing? Uh, I, I guess Mac will probably just follow um, Gris and paddle okay. after him over the other yeah. side. I think with your roll of 17 earlier, you don't have to roll against so it. You, you sort of managed to make your way over to the other side. So, you sort of, as you make it to the other side, it's a little bit damp underfoot, and you do look a little bit further downstream, and you see Tantan sort of just like, just, um, you know, stood on the side, sort of about 10, 15 metres further downstream. Right, hey! he'll, he'll just start wringing the tent out and things that he's got in his backpack. I am not a javelin. <laughs> Should we start a fire and warm up no, before we crack on? No, you are not a javelin. <laughs> You're an elf. <laughs> What's the uh, like sort of uh, tan- air temperature like, John? Um, so your side of the river at the moment, it's 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 cool um it's sort of like early winter so there was a frost in the morning it's warmed up in the sun it's been sort of sunny most of the day um over on your side of the river however it's like, it does feel colder even though you've only gone about 20 meters um across this river it does feel a little bit colder your side it's it's just a little bit chilly okay i'm just gonna suggest to the guys like who are here videos yeah it's just uh suggest to the guys we start a fire for when sort of tink and galen get over and just dry out before we move yeah. on don't need anyone going down with like uh, illness or anything. I've got right. uh, flint and steel. Is there any sort of like dry undergrowth or wood around? I know we're in a swamp, so it's unlikely. Okay. But uh, roll, roll, roll a, a searching check. Uh, That'd be under perception. Perception, yeah. Searching as you have a little look for that. Okay. Ooh, it's a solid ten. Solid ten. You spend like a little bit of time um, just having a little look for some for some dry wood, and whilst you're doing that, uh, Tink and uh, Galen, what are you two doing? Yeah, so I was, I, I guess at this point, I just want to make sure that we're not, um, we are not just swimming across this river un- unnecessarily. Like, so I'm going to look around see if there's another way of an, or an alternate way of crossing. Like, can I see up okay. up the river or anything? I would, I would like, like you to a make bridge. a perception check, sure. please. Searching. I will roll in here. The whole time, Tink is just standing there waiting for like assistance. He's not really <laughs> being any use at this point. He, wow. He's always used to things being done um, for him. Fifteen total. Fifteen. Okay, good. So um, you spend a little bit of time just like looking around and walking around, and you, you sort of go a little bit further upstream. And, and what you do find is you do mm. find there's like a little post. Um, and attached to the post there's a little bit of rope and you sort of follow the rope and you just see there's this little makeshift raft um, just sort of where like an old crossing point might have been but you didn't notice it at first because there was a lot of undergrowth sort of growing and covering where it was um, so yeah you sort of managed to, to find there's a little boat so I'm going to turn around and say Tink, do you, you want to cross a river using this or do you want to swim and he kind of, he sort of just been stood there, like leaning on his cane without saying a word. And he kind of perks up and looks over. 
Yes, Galen. I think this would be a preferable method of, of transgressing this river. Very well. We shall take the, the boat, the small boat okay. on the crossing. Right. So um, as, as you do this, it's, it's, it's a, bit, a bit old and creaky. Um, I think, I John, like you. at this yes. point, I think Tink would probably extend, he'd, he'd sort of say to Galen, permit me. And then he extends, like he's got his cane in his hand and he kind of clicks it and like <laughs> some little propeller blades come out of the bottom of it. And he just kind of dips it in the water. <laughs> okay. Go, like go, to, go, 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 I would like you to make a uh, let's go for dexterity sailing check. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, this could be adjusted. That's <laughs> uh, not too bad. Fine. Nine, We're sat by the fire as this raft goes belching Twelve. past. <laughs> okay, so, so, <laughs> so, so you're sort of like you're sort of navigating across the the river, and you sort of you know the the gentle sort of little sway, and you sort of make little corrections, and you sort of navigate, and it's sort of about this time, um, Tantan, that as you're walking up and down um, the sort of side, you sort of hear this sort of little bit of splashing, um, but as you're doing this, you do find this really nice bit of wood that's like quite dry, just sticking out of the ground, sort of a little bit from where you are. Uh, okay, I'll try and pull it free. Okay, so I would like you to make a strength check. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why, John? Why do you do oh, this no. to me? <laughs> Come on, three sixes. Oh, that's not bad. Ten. Ten? Okay, so... No, oh, it's, four it's, not point, though. it's not budging. Mm. Um, oh, I do have it, yeah. But I don't well, no, because you've got a pass yeah. to get the stun. Yeah. Right, okay. So, um... <laughs> As as you're as you're making your way across the river, Tink and, and Galen, in, in your little makeshift in the in the raft that was there, um, you do notice there's there's a post that sort of Tantan is currently trying to pull out the ground that sort of seems to be like the only obvious anchor point on the far side of the river. <laughs> Tantan, I would I would advise you stop doing that until we have uh, fully traversed the traversed the river. Hey! <laughs> Just gonna carry on trying to pull it out. <laughs> I'm cold and wet, and I need fire. Okay, roll it. Roll another strength check. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah. Oh baby, one less nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're still not able to pull this out. And by Ooh. sort of like by the time you sort of been having a go at this, you sort of managed to meander your way to the the little post, uh, Tink and Galen, um, and you're successfully on the other side of the river and nice and dry. <laughs> well, that was a pleasant trip. Thanks for your uh, little motor. Majobly, you've got going there, Tink. You're very welcome, Galen. Well, I'm Majobly. What's a Majobly? Should we say about starting a fire to dry off these other <laughs> these other members of our ragtag group? Uh, yeah, maybe we should. Um, so at this point, I'm probably just going to walk over to this post and try and pull it out of the ground for Tam Tam You're a priest of the, of the Pyre Order. Are you so not? Are you, are I you... need wood. I can't just like <laughs> magic. <laughs> so are you, Fire! Um, what are you doing with the raft at this point? Uh, leave it. Pull it up. On, it. Pull it's, it up uh, onto yeah, the bank. We're, we'll pull it up no. onto the bank for now. Okay, so you pull you pull the raft up onto the bank. Okay, and you're trying to get this this wooden pole out. Yeah. Uh, go on, Galen. Strength check. Da, 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 da. It's very secure. I don't think you'll be able to move it. Let's give this a go. By the might of the Ember Order. Oh, the Ember Order. Sorry. That was <laughs> Uh, I've worse. got ten. I've got ten. <laughs> ten. Ten. You can't get it out the ground. I not, told not you. 
It's like this is like the, the sort of that fable, the sword and the stone, just where the the sword is a bit of wood stuck in the muddy ground. Gentlemen, See, I have heard of that fable. <laughs> the Gentlemen, would it not make sense to use the strongest member of our party to assist on this in particular endeavour? I'll give it another go then. I, I say, I say, Mac. <laughs> yeah. Would Would you kindly join us here? We're in need of some assistance. Certainly. All right, I'll come over. No, hang on. Uh, were you having an, another go oh. there, Tantan? Yeah, I rolled a 12. <laughs> you rolled a 12. Uh, so that, that succeeds. You managed to pull out... Yes! As Mac starts walking over, you pull this bit of wood out. I'm going to hold it over my head victorious. <laughs> uh, roll a strength check, please. Oh, God. <laughs> it just falls over backwards. <laughs> Don't roll anything less. Like oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. So... Uh, it, uh, it drops onto your heads, and oh you no. take and you take six points. Oh of my damage. god! <laughs> How heavy is this log? I just—it hits you square on the head, <laughs> smacks you in the head, um, and it really sort of knocks you a little bit. Boom! Headshot. Straightens his eyes up. So um, my eyes are slightly more dazed than usual. <laughs> They're now straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I'm going to uh, run over and uh, check uh, Tan Tan's head for damage because it looked like he got quite a whack there. <laughs> for damage, <laughs> yeah, he's just got he's got a little bit of a, a a little bit of grazing and a little bit of you know you do the you, you sort of ask him to follow your finger and <laughs> as you check him for a little bit of concussion, it's like you, you've give up on that one rather quickly. Um, but you know he's just had a bit of a bang to the head, really. <laughs> follow all my fingers, and he can. <laughs> Behind your back at once. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to try and heal him. Your services are no longer required. Are you uh, going to try and okay. heal him? It was funny Sorry. seeing the elf yeah. hit himself on the head. <laughs> I'll try and patch him up. Okay, so uh, just going to try and patch him up. So roll a healing check, please. What's that under? Uh, intelligence. Ah, cool. Uh, Fourteen then. And five yep, stunt so points. So you succeed. So he gets uh, <laughs> his vision's <easy>. cured. <laughs> I was going to check that. I believe it's I don't know. brain moment. He's grown branches out of his eyes. He can now. He's got <laughs> eyeballs that extend out. Yeah, you know a dryad. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would the rest of you like to do? I guess we need Are to you going to make this fire? We need to, don't we? Yeah, I've got okay. my uh, flint and steel. So with the with the dry wood and the flint and steel, you manage to make a, a sort of a warm little fire just by the side of this river. Um, and, you know, it takes a little bit of time, but you do manage to sort of warm yourself back up. Tantan's going to do that thing that uh, old men do in changing rooms and get completely naked in front of everyone <laughs> and uh, hang his clothing nearby. Just no shame whatsoever. So you make this little part, you know, you almost get like you put your staff out, you hang your clothes up, yeah, you let them dry next to the fire, and you just sort of stand there. You know, yep. making eye contact with everybody at once. Um, <laughs> get, get, at this point, Galen thinks it's pretty hilarious. He's just going to knock. He's going to knock Tantan's clothes into the fire. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you so horrible to me? <laughs> I show you nothing but love. 
knock them over. Very easy. Just knock them into the fire. They sort of flop onto the fire, but they're almost so wet that they just put the fire out. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Appreciate that. So brilliant. We've got a uh, priest of the Order of the Flame who can only pull fires out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had this Fantastic vision of this naked elf wizard. <laughs> so there's now this like there's this there's this pile of slightly damp clothes on top of this on top of this sort of now out fire. Uh, what would you like to do, Tantan? Um, I'm gonna re- remove my clothes from the fire. Okay. So you sort of pick them up, and you notice the one that was on the the bottom, your your your, your jacket. That was on the bottom has got like a little singe patch on it now, where it sort of took most of the the heat. Um, but it's it's you know it's a, it's warm. Uh, it's a little bit drier than it was, but it's still a bit damp. But you know you've warmed yourself up by dropping your layers, and you sort of like look at your clothes, a little bit singed here and there. Just gonna sort of uh, look at everyone and be like, eh, "Are we gonna relight that or?" Gentlemen and Mac, would it not be pertinent for us to continue on our journey? Whilst, yeah, I think it's time to go now. <laughs> I guess we can dry while we walk. Okay. And Tantan will put on his wet robes. <laughs> Which is going to make him stink again. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think all of you, <laughs> you guys brought this wet. on yourselves. Yeah, I think we're all going to be all stink at this point. Well, no, not not me, not me, not me and uh, Galen. We're we're bone dry. I mean, all okay, okay. I mean technically, I don't think you just Max had smell in the. Uh, so he probably smells better. <laughs> smell of my emo. So, uh, smell of my disdain as, you, as you sort of prepare, as you as you, as you folks prepare to like move onwards on the next part into the the mist, just to to recap on the heel. So a heel action. Uh, you pass the test, uh, Jay. Um, and then what he gets is your stunt die plus your intelligence. So your stunt die was three. So what's your intelligence modifier? No, stunt die was five. Are we doing the last dices? So I've done it on oh, the screen. doing the first dices, stunt dice. Oh. Three yeah. intelligence is also three, so six. Bang on. Ooh, so, so bang six. on. So yeah, you get six back. It's like he's never you. struck over the head. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So Except the massive bandage to round me dead now. After... <laughs> Like a turban. <laughs> <laughs> after your successful, after your successful crossing of the river, you make the short climb up the damp and muddy riverbank. The air is much moister on this side of the river, clinging to your skin as if stuck in an internal shower. As you crest the small embankment, with your feet just finding enough purchase to steady yourself at the top, your vision is suddenly engulfed by a thick white mist. You cannot see far beyond the top of this slope, a few meters at best. And while there is not much to see beyond the brown, green tuffets of grass, as they're separated by small dark puddles of water, you do scan the area and notice a small path continuing through the swamp, the odd cobble pointing out of the mud, and a lack of grass compared to the surroundings. However, in all honesty, it's not many metres before it just disappears off into this mist. It appears there's a path here, gentlemen, and Mac. Perhaps we should continue to follow it. Tam Tam, is this Mac the way? Max has just realised that he has forgotten, left Jeremy the other side of the river. <laughs> <laughs> and he has just turned and sprinted back the way you just come. Ma- okay. Mac? Mac, where are you going? Um, 
Splash. So, as you, as you as you do it, it just disappears off into the river. Um, you know, cold cold aside, um, sort of swims across. I'd like to make. Uh, we'll just for the sense, we'll do one strength check, please. Jeremy meets him halfway. Some sort of cute meat. Okay, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So you easily manage to make it to the other side, and there's sort of just a sheet studs on the other side of the the, the river. Judging. Um, and and at this moment, you do notice uh, something about. Jeremy. Now, the interesting thing is, you you know he's a, a male sheep, but this is the first time you've actually started to notice his horns appearing out of his head. Um, you know, beforehand he didn't actually have horns, whereas now there's just some horns growing out of his head. Um, he's a real boy now. You sort of just glance at it, and you sort of, you, you pick up Jeremy and you bring him to the other side, and sort of like you know, get him to the other side, and there's just this sodden, wet sheep um over the other side as you sort of catch up with everybody else as they make their way into the misty swamp okay so what i would like you folks to do is you're going through the swamp uh what order are you walking in surely tam tam would lead the way because he's been this way before right is that a and wise choice <laughs> 180 <laughs> degrees uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, if you if the group is insisting, Tan Tan would probably lead. Okay, so Tan Tan at the front. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll walk him. next to Tan Tan as well. I'll, yeah, you'll walk we next can, to Tan Tan. Yeah, okay, we can so go. So you'll, you'll, you'll follow shortly behind because there's not quite enough room to, to walk side by side. Oh, right, I'll, sort of, I'll like, go just behind him. him. Okay, yeah. so they might take tinker. up the rear as he was. Oh, okay. yeah. Went back for sheep and then Tinker. So you sort of start to wind your way uh, through the misty swamp, and the, the, the path is quite easy to follow. Um, you know, the sort of the, the absence of grass and the odd cobbled stone here and there. Um, as you're all sort of making your way through this uh, swamp, I would like you to all please make a perception check. Any focus? Uh, seeing. Six, six, one plus my perception of three. Uh, 11 12. 9 for me. 12. 12. 9 and what did you roll, Tink? 16. 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as Orient sea you're all. making your way through, um, you're sort of just scanning around. You swear for a moment you just saw something move off to your right. Gentlemen, but I believe you sort of look again. To our right. <laughs> and there's nothing there. Curious, it's no longer there. Tam Tam, you, you didn't, you didn't tell us why you needed this herb. Like, what is it that we're actually after? What is it that you do, dear wizard? <laughs> what is it they mine here? <laughs> In joke. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> that is a flashback. That, that is. is. Um, he's gonna sort of like turn to you and be like. It's a very magical herb. It's all full of uh, important uh, properties. The, the iron levels and the, the, the sedimentary imposition of various chemicals. Very important. Mm, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just look look away from him. Like, man, this wizard. What have we got ourselves into? Again. I think Tink's just going to keep staring off. Okay, it's going to keep staring off into the distance and Mm. continue to to make your way forwards. You sort of keep going for a few more minutes and a a bit further along. 
Um, and I would like you, uh, Tink, to make one more perception check for you. Mm, not so good that time. 12, 15. Okay, that's still pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, as you're sort of scanning around, like keeping your eye out, you sort of look behind you and you see this hunched up sort of figure just behind Mac, just reaching into the bag just on his back. Mac. Just, and it sort of looks and makes eye contact with you and just disappears off into the mist onto the side. Mac, yeah. it may be pertinent to check your contents of your bag. I believe there was a small creature delving into it. Okay. I cannot be uh, certain. Mac will check the bag. Uh, so as you have a little look inside the bag, seems like everything's there. It, it's all there, Tink. It's okay. I will set Jeremy to to guard it. <laughs> and I'll hoik Jeremy up and put him over my shoulders. Okay. You put Jeremy onto your shoulders and you sort of continue to, to meander your, your way through. Um, can only and again, Jeremy is Sean the Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of continue your way through through the swamp, meandering around, and you sort of come to a, a patch of, of ground that just looks a little bit muddier and and, and dirtier on, on your way through. Um, there doesn't appear to be any way around, and there's like a small set of cobbled stones just like in the middle of this this little part of the path. Um, what would you uh, like to do, Tantan, as you reach this? Um, could I try and see if there is any sort of uh, magical um, imprint that I might be able to sell by by the pattern of the cobbles? Um, okay. Uh, roll uh, intelligence for intelligence arcana. Okay. Uh, that would be a fourteen. Okay, so you, you sit there and you sort of pause and everybody waits for you and you look at these rocks, poke the one nearest you. No, nothing magical about these. They're just rocks poking out of mud. Yeah, pretty pebble. <laughs> <laughs> just turns with a grin to the rest of the group. Uh, Tink's still uh. like, looking and scanning at this point. Okay, you don't see anything untoward. You just see this patch of, of ground in front of you that's just a... A little bit muddy with these rocks in it. Galen's just oh, going no, to turn to to um, Tantan and just go. What What are we doing here? Where are we going, Wizard? We've walked for God knows how long into this mist. We've got no closer to your goddamn church. Uh, it was a monastery, but uh, we'll find it. I promise you, it's further in. Keep going <laughs> through the mist, through the mist, through the swamp, and we'll find it. Yes. You don't. I don't sound. You don't yeah, sound very convincing there. <laughs> oh come on! And Max gonna stride forwards into this muddy thing. Okay. Uh, so you sort of managed to 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 start to walk across. I would like you to make a. Uh, let's go for um, just a dexterity check, please. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, that'd be five. Fine. Okay, so you sort of confidently take a couple of strides oh, no, six, into this. Sorry, six. Six. <laughs> you plant your foot into the mud. You missing a stone, and your foot just gets stuck into this mud. And you sort of try and remove your your foot, and as you do so, it sort of almost seems to go deeper. Um, 
Um, uh, guys, I seem to uh, be stuck. And um, can you help me, please? And he's just going to try and pull his foot even harder. Okay. So uh, roll a strength check, please. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> well, that that was my uh, that was. Oh no! What's your stunt die? Sorry, fifteen. And what's your stunt die? Sorry. Uh, it's four. Four. Okay. Cool. So as you sort of like try and move your foot out and try and remove it, you feel like you're loosening it ever so slightly, but you can't quite get it out all by yourself. Perhaps we should assist. Tan Tan is very sarcastically going to say, maybe we should throw him in deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point, T- Tink will try and rope Gillis and Galen to help him. Okay. Gentlemen, please assist me in, in recovering our erstwhile colleague. Makes sense. Okay. So Galen's going to help. So okay. Tan Tan uh, will regretfully okay. help. So Galen, <laughs> you reach forward. How are you going to try and help? Um, so I'm going to try and pull the rope off um, ask Matt to chuck the rope and rope it around him. Pass off Jeremy first. We want Jeremy off his shoulders and Jeremy to safety, okay. and then we'll get the rope and, and try and heave him out with the rope. Okay. So I'd like you to make a strength check as you manage to do that. You sort of pass Jeremy across and you sort of start roping him up and you sort of try and, and pull him out of this little bit of. Uh... 13. Oh, 5 on the stunt dice. Okay, cool. So you start pulling and it's almost enough he's starting to come free his foot like even though it sort of seems to be sinking it does feel looser it's not quite there that you can just pull your foot out just yet does anybody else want to do anything can, yeah as I say can we all assist can we all pull at the same time okay. like, form a chain so Tink as you join in I would like you to make a strength check oh dear okay it's uncharacteristically good that's 8 12 13 13 okay and that's enough and sort of with that final little pull forwards and sort of your third success uh, it was on uh, that was an advanced test one of those ones that sort of builds up using all your stunt dice as you go um you managed to cool. sort of pull him out and free of the the mud is sort of like this satisfying sort of squelching noise as he sort of just pulled out and there's sort of like a pop as his as his foot pops out um luckily with his boots still attached um but yes this this does seem to be a little bit of a hazard Mac, are you okay? Yeah, I am good. Thank you. Be careful of the mud. It is sticky. I will do. I will do. Uh, Tan Tan, I don't think we're going to be going this way. You're going to need to help us a bit because we're in the middle of this mist. We're a bit lost. Where are we going to find this monastery? Um, Could I use my uh, natural law to try and figure out a safe path? Okay. Yeah. So roll, roll a, roll a natural law check. Okay. Okay. So that is. Um, so with your, like your proficiencies, you add that on top of your intelligence modifier yes. as well, don't you? Yeah. So it's plus two if you're. So that would be a, that, yeah. So that would be a fifteen. Fifteen. That's a really good roll. So as you sort of like look, nice. look around, you sort of like gaze it round. You know, you've, you've been to this swamp before and you do know that the tuffets of grass are quite solid and sort of you look around and you're like, ah, no, you do remember this the last time you came here and you actually, you just went off to the left and there was a, a, a series of tuffets that you could follow that brought you back to the path. 
I'm going to pull up my robes, exposing my very knobbly knees, <laughs> and sort of like hop from tuffet to tuffet. <laughs> Follow me, it's this way. <laughs> and sort of like there's this, there's all just like, just sort of. Dad, is that you? Jumping from. <laughs> jumping, jumping from from tuffet to tuffet as, 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 they, as, they, as they go along. Um, and sort of like almost begins to disappear into the mist. What do you folks do? Yeah, yeah I'm guessing we follow. <laughs> yeah. Follow? The group decides to turn <laughs> around. We better not leave this guy alone. And that is, and that is where we say um, farewell to, to Ollie. Thank you for playing. Um. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, guys. Vanish into the Real. misty swamp and he's done. Uh, I'm just going to make one caveat is that Gillis is going ahead of Mac, thinking that Mac's massive body weight will crush these tuffets to death. Okay. He's not so going to tell anyone else this. Of... He's just going to do it. Okay, so you sort of like almost as everybody's just waiting. You just go first, and you sort of follow, follow Tan Tan hopping across. And you notice they're quite sturdy as you, you jump from. And sort of as you make your way, as the the whole group across and round, you sort of come back to the path, and you sort of see behind you the little area. It was only a small patch, um, but certainly was a little bit of a of a risk as 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 the swamp goes. You sort of managed to get there, okay. and you sort of continue to walk through the swamp few more minutes and then all of a sudden the mist seems to suddenly lift and it exposes a group of ruined buildings sat on a small hill about 100 meters to your front the small hill itself is dominated by a large structure with giant empty windows reaching up to where a roof once might have been it's quite a long building slightly light wider at one end and it's gray stone being highlighted by the misty backdrop as your eye scans the base of this building, you see that there are many small stones at sort of all sorts of angles. A graveyard, perhaps. And you also notice a couple of ruined buildings, outhouses of some kind. With the mist now absent, you notice small insects start to buzz around the reeds of the swamp, their noise eerily adding to the little sound found in this place. This is nice. <laughs> see, I told you, monastery, we would find it. <laughs> it's just there, in case you didn't see the building on the hill. <laughs> so I look, I look at um, Tantan, I went, this is a ruin, this isn't a monastery, this is desolation. Why have you brought us here? Well, this is where they used to grow the plant, so this is where we will find the plant. Okay. What does this flower look like? It's, uh, it's a small squat plant. Uh, with many leaves coming off it, a dark green with like a yellow stripe along the leaf. So we're looking for a green plant. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, at this point, Tink is probably like he's he's on a bit of alert status here because of obviously what he saw with Max Bag. Can he listen for anything? Because I do have a focus in hearing. Can he uh... hear anything? Can you hear ourselves. Um, roll, go on, roll a listening check. Okay. Oh, okay, this is going to be quite good. Uh, 6, 6, 6, 14, plus 5, 19. 19, that's Oof. a really good listening check. You Ooh, hear, wow. hear, the, hear the heartbeat of, of the planet. Buzzing. It's sort of like, Three as you tune in... Plus 2 hearing. <laughs> as you sort of like, listen in, like the buzzing of these insects 
just gets louder and louder. But there's nothing else. Mm. It's just eerily quiet. There's not even bird song out here. There's no real birds. There's no real trees. Just these insects. And you sort of, as you're stood there, you sort of hear the sound of people's footsteps as they shuffle just in front of you. And sort of as people are just looking. Our at you. footsteps. Your footsteps, yeah. You just sort of like uh, yeah. tune in, and that's pretty much all you can hear. I think Tink wouldn't say anything unless he heard something, so he's just, he just looks like he's got his ear cocked to the sky, like he's listening. I'm going to. Um, I think we need to just get this. To Mac and say, hey, Mac, um... Yeah, go up to Mac and say, is, is Mac still carrying Jeremy, or is Jeremy just being. I'm, I'm still carrying him over my shoulders. Okay, I'm just going to warn Mac off. It's like, I know Jeremy eats plants. Could we make sure he doesn't eat the plant we're here for? I will tell him, Jeremy, do not eat any green plants whilst we are here. Just, Gillis just nods <laughs> that sort of, just a, a totally exacerbated nod of, okay, I think Mac has done the best he can do. <laughs> you right, he's going to keep his eye on Jeremy. Sorry, Adam, go. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, th- I think it, um, Galen had turned to the group to say, Let's just get in this monastery, get out of here with this sodden herb. Like, I've had enough of this damp, misty swamp. I want to be back in that pub. Let's get myself a beer. Next to the fire, you couldn't start. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. yeah shots fired. <laughs> Sassy. So, yeah, I guess sort of like... we start making our way in. So at that, at make... that point, Galen finishing, he'll just start walking towards the monastery. Okay. okay. As Galen starts to walk towards the monastery, um, who's who's following next? Uh, I'll go next. Tan okay. So Galen and Tan Tan follow on the front. Tink will follow on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Mac will take up the rear again and perhaps okay. have a look at the gravestones and stuff as he goes and okay. no, take his just time. Mac then. So you'll be just in front of Mac. Okay, cool. So, sort of Mac, Mac bringing up the rear, sort of like stopping, uh, and sort of when you see the odd little stone, and it's just before the actual monastery itself, and as you get a little bit closer, you notice there's a small wall around this monastery. I'm um, just going to move this over onto a map so you can sort of see uh, what we've Ooh. got. Ooh. Um, so, for the benefit I, of the I listener. <laughs> yes, I can't. I can't wait to actually play this in person with with stuff. But um, but yes, we have a little map here. So as you're as you're greeted the monastery, there there is just like this large sort of building in front of you that you can that you can sort of see. And at the moment, all because of the vegetation that's sort of growing a little bit around here, there's little bushes and shrubberies. You can sort of just see out into like a little courtyard in the centre uh, that sort of sits in the centre of where the large building was, and you can sort of see down. To where the main entrance of the monastery um, would be too. Um, where would you like to go? And Galen, you're there first. I think I'm just going to continue to walk up to the door. Okay, are you to going to go to the main to the monastery. door? Entrance to the monastery. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the main door. Yeah. Okay, you're going to walk up to the main door. Where's the rest of you all going to go? Uh, I will probably follow. Okay. Yeah, I'm I think fine. we should stick together. Yeah, if I there think, is yeah. what. Um, Tan Tan says is here. Don't want to Scooby Doo this and uh, split the group. Okay. Yeah, 
assuming there's there's something awry. Like obviously there's a small creature that Tink's seen, plus shadows that that Tantan's told us about. Okay. And quicksand's going well. So. It's what's the light level like, John? Um, it's it's a bit clearer here. The light level's okay. It's sort of mid afternoon at this time. Um, okay. right. So you know you can you can see some stuff. Um, okay, so you now can't see. Them. Okay. Uh, right. So, as you make your way to the the door of this monastery, you sort of see there's this uh, wooden door. It's got holes in it here. It's sort of like slightly ajar. The stone around the side is sort of crumbling and sort of there. Um, it's very abandoned. Feels abandoned. But yeah, the door slightly ajar. What would you like to do? Well, Galen's gonna. He's had enough of this place if he if he's honest with with the group. So he's just gonna push through this door. <laughs> he wants to he wants to get this over and done with. Let's get this herb and head on down to okay. uh So you go uh, right, okay. So um you're moving in. Okay, that's cool. So you're sort of just just walking straight into the the room itself, like in the sort of the main area of the yep. the abbey. So as you sort of like barge through the door, you knock open the door. You sort of look around and you sort of see this long hallway. You assume this is where the congregations must have come and gathered. There's this sort of like rotten wood just on the side. There's just a broken chairs here and there. And you sort of like barge in. Um, I would like you to make a perception check, please. I can indeed make a perception check. Let's see what I can. 12 plus my perception of 1. 13, please, John. You could have sworn that as you stormed into this place, you just saw something disappear off to the right. As in just, the, just, close to so, me or in the distance? Yeah, so, so as you as you look out in front of you, you sort of see the altar in front of you. Um, you sort of see where the altar would be and you sort of see the two um, eaves off to the side. And you could have sworn that you just saw something just move off onto the right-hand side. So at this point, I'm not really sure what I saw, so I guess I'm, I'm trying to double-take it. If I can't see it still, then I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, I'm going to be a bit anything. dazed and a bit more alert. Can't see anything else? Okay. So you just go... What are you going to do, Galen? Well, I, I, as everyone else is following me in, I'm probably going to just take a few steps forward, let everyone get into the room behind me. Okay. okay. Everybody's going to go in. I think... Tink would just be looking around in sort of a bit of awe, really, at this kind of ruined okay. place. He's not really seen this kind of thing before because he, okay. he grew up in the city, lived in the city. So he's only ever seen like affluent areas. He's never really seen ruined. And Mac's gonna bring up up the rear. Okay, fantastic. So, um, so as you sort of all walk in, uh, you make your way in, and you're sort of all in this large area absent roof just looking up into the sky you can sort of see the sun coming through the clouds up in the sky these large giant holes where grand windows probably once were and you sort of look round and you can sort of see little plinths and side areas where maybe like relics or things were put on the side to, to show off the wealth of this church as you move a little bit further in mac i would like you to make a perception check please Uh, 
Okay, so as you sort of make your way in and you sort of lean the door to just behind you, you swear you hear something outside. You swear you hear sort of just a squelch of some kind. Maybe Everybody, footsteps. something is squelching outside. I'm going to put my head outside, see if I can see it. Okay. So, as you, of course he is. as you turn, you turn around, you push open the door, and you lean outside and you look to where you've just come from. And there, not more than five metres from you, you see this beast of some kind. Fur. Rather like a wolf, but not a wolf. These giant fangs just hanging down from its face. And what's really strange about this creature is there's just these shadowy sort of bands just sort of appearing off its elbows and off its back. It's almost like its fur just turns into shadow. And it just looks at you, pierces you with its eyes, and they narrow like cats focusing on something. And it just bears its teeth and it pounces towards you. And that is where we're going to have a little I'm bit going to duck my head back wreck. in and close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the door. Um, and yeah, we're going to have a, a quick break Post here up. whilst I just prepare the battle map itself. Um, so Ooh. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue from here in a moment. So uh, join us back after the break. Whilst we're having a small break, I feel this is an opportunity to say thank you. Thank you to you, our listeners. So, thank you for listening to our podcast and making it halfway through the show. And, well, if you haven't yet, please go find us on your social media of choice. Give us a like, a follow, maybe even send us a tweet. It'd be great to hear from you. You can find us on Insta as Wreckage RPG, and just to confuse you, on Twitter as RPG Wreckage. And, well, what would be more amazing is sharing our podcast with those you know, and maybe bring another listener into the fold. Anyway, enough from me. Back to the show we're all back from our break now so uh, let's carry on with this little bit of a, a combat encounter that we've got uh, starting up so uh, just to set the scene Mac you've just sort of opened the door and there's a, this this dark grey shadowy beast with these giant fangs rather like a sabre tooth just sort of launching itself sort of towards you um, and the door um, so without further ado everybody I would like you all to roll initiative uh, have you just been watching the never ending oh story though John isn't this just a creature yeah, the swamp. <laughs> no. I have to say, I, I don't. I, I have watched the never-ending story like ages ago, but not recently. So, uh, twenty to fifteen. Uh, ooh. What do we add to initiative? Is it just dexterity bonus? Uh, dexterity. Yeah. yeah, dexterity. Ooh. Well, I think I'll be last. Um, I got 15. 15 to 20? I got 15, okay. yeah. 10, 10 to 15. 14. 15? 17. Okay, so... Get you the, what did you get? Jay? 17. 17, okay. Uh, cool. Uh, and Mac, you got 14. Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, I tinks. see all these now. Uh, 8. I got 8 as well. Okay, and... <laughs> Eight as well. okay. Yeah. So, uh, so for it didn't get a surprise attack on you because you both rolled the same as its stealth check. Um, so we'll just start with with its uh, its go first, um, but it's not going to get the jump on you. So uh, it is going to try and hit you with its bite. 
Not with rolls like that, I'm not. Uh, well, no, because he didn't quite get to shut the door. It was launching at him as he had the door open. Uh, yeah. That's when combat started. Um, so he is going to roll an almighty uh, 6, 11, 12, 14 to hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, my defense is 12. That hits. Okay, no stunt, no stunt dice. Uh, so he does uh, eight points of damage. Lord. So you minus your minus your armor rating yeah. from that. Okay, and that is its go. So we'll go to the top of the round. So we've got uh, Gillis up first. So currently behind me is Mac, looking out of a doorway, getting bitten by a wolf thing. Uh, have I yeah. noticed this? <laughs> uh, you will have heard this mighty roar as it launched itself towards Mac. And you would have sort of heard this sort of clatter as Mac gets hit by it. So yeah, you probably would have heard it. Okay, is it in the doorway or is it... You know... So uh, <laughs> this it's sort of like trying to bite him through the doorway. So it's almost like Mac's hand was on the door and it sort of just like clamped down onto his hand as he's sort of like trying to shut it. Okay, I'm going to go and try and cast regrowth on the door is wood, right? Yes, door is wood. Yes, stone doors again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think regrowth is a spell. There's no wood in this game. Um, <laughs> what's the staff made of amber? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to try and cast regrowth on the door to try and trap it. So it or just try and crush its neck so in the door. it's a target of ten, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a target of ten, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ten. <laughs> Ten. Okay, Please. yeah, so you uh, make it, so you've got to beat it. You've got to I've, get it I've or got beat three it. stun points. So, so that's... Okay, uh, so you can use magic stunt points. So you've got your magic stunts. Oh, I did look at these. Once upon a time, that time okay. I got a stunt point. When I passed a roll. <laughs> yeah, so so whilst you're having a little look through those... Yeah. So the, the door starts to regrow. Sort of like these little sprouts of almost like twigs with leaves just start popping out and sort of almost like engulfing this beast's head and sort of giving a little bit more protection to this flimsy door that you're sort of stood behind Mac. Um, sort of almost like and at that moment the, the beast sort of like releases its grip from your arm and sort of sort of steps back behind this door and sort of uh, just looks at you with this sort of these intent dark eyes um, that are sort of piercing through through your soul almost. Um, so whilst Gillis is looking up those stunts, Galen, you're up next. So kind of hearing the commotion behind, I think Galen's going to draw his um, draw his maul and then start um, probably moving forward into the monastery, knowing that we probably want to get out of here. And if there's something outside, he wants to make sure the path forward is clear, so he's going to start moving forward. Okay. Three, four, five. Okay, so... As you get here, what I would like you to do is I would like you to roll a perception check, please. Uh-oh. 14, 15, Ooh. 15. Fifteen, okay, cool. So, um, as you get to where you're at, okay, you look out to the sides. You see, crouched down, just behind the two sort of cloisters on the side, these two shadowy beasts just staring up ready to uh, pounce sure. towards I, you. I think the only yeah, thing sure. I can do at so this stage, as I've spotted them, is just throw my guard up. Be ready to kind of, like, okay. set myself. Throw your guard up yeah. to absorb whatever whatever's going to happen. Okay, Mac, you're up next. Alright, uh, am I able to close this door now? Is he is he back far enough the door can be closed? 
yeah, you can shut the door if you like. You can shut it, <laughs> whether it will lock. <laughs> okay, I'll pull the door closed and okay, pull. Just tell and say, uh, watch out, everyone. There's a nasty cat outside. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll take take Jeremy off my shoulders and uh, take my crown off. Put it on him, give him my scepter, and tell him to look after these for me, and just hang on to the door for a <laughs> okay. bit. So, so he sort of like he sort of steps inside. So, as you're hanging on to the door, I'd like you to uh, yeah, we'll just say you're holding on to the door for the moment. Okay, that's fine. Um, cool. So it's on to their go next. Um, so what they're going to do is the one that's just outside the door with you, Mac, is going to try and barge through the door um, and smash through it. Uh, so I'd like you to roll a strength check, please. Ooh, that wasn't great. Uh, is it? Would this be a might check or just a general strength check? Uh, yeah, we'll do. You can have a might check. Please. Okay, that'd be fourteen. You get a bonus to the door being regrown. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, actually, would the door even shut if it was regrown? Well, it's sort of like he's just holding it in place like a barrier at the moment. So oh, it's not okay. like locked or anything. It's just like there's a barrier of growing tree just in this door. Um, please so that's, make that your that's, shield, that's good. Matt. So it's. <laughs> As this, as this beast sort of like bundles into the door, it like knocks the door ever so slightly. Your feet slip, but you push back and you hold it at bay. Um, you just hear this snarling roar and sort of like this angry padding of feet just outside. Um, and at that moment, it's going to disappear off around the side there. Um, so, Galen, um, as you're stood there, these two beasts just, like, launch themselves towards you. So they're going to charge in. We'll start with the one to your left just charges out from the cloister on the side. Clever girl. Um, it rolls... Oh, not good. Mm. It rolls a 12 to hit. Um, so what... I need to check. What does guard up do? Does that add plus one to my defence? It increases your defence, yeah. Yes, increases your defence, yeah. Um, by what? Just one or two? I'm just trying to. That's page 33. Uh, guard up. Pl add plus one or plus two to your defence until the end of the round. However, suffer the amount you choose as a penalty to all tests you make, even opposed tests. That's fine. I, I, for the remainder okay. of the current yeah, So round. I'll let you pick. Plus uh, one I, or plus well, two. I'll choose plus two and I'll be up 14. To be honest, I knew okay, that I was going to get malleted by these 14. guys anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that one that one actually misses you because it didn't roll high enough. The other one, uh, oh, I'm not rolling well again today. That's a 12. So actually, as they both bundle in towards you, like you're there with your guard up, you just sort of block the one off to the left, and then as the one on the right comes in, you just block it to the side as well. Um, at this moment, Tantan... Um, and Tink, who are sort of still looking down this this way, you hear you hear the commotion behind you of Mac at the door being smashed into the door, but you sort of see Galen just being sort of assaulted by these two beasts. Um, so Tink, you're up next. Uh, so he kind of you, you hear him sort of say audibly, activating defence protocols, <laughs> and he like uns unsheaths his rapier from his cane, and the, the, his kind of hand morphs into a. a sort of pistol shape you know there's, there's now gun barrel on his other hand um, at that point uh, he would go to the immediate threat I think he'd go towards Mac and is there a gap like where Mac is holding this this door is, mm -hmm. is there like a gap where he could put his pistol through and maybe take a sh oh there's nothing there is it? it's gone well, yeah so so like he's not aware of that no so if he goes to the door um, it would only be two, it would only be half your movement 
So you'd be able to get to the door, look at the mm. door and notice there's nothing around, and then you'd basically probably be able to get back to where you currently are to react to something else if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I think maybe he would just... He would maybe just start moving up to... I guess he'd go towards the next immediate threat, which is Galen. Well, I'm yeah, not a threat. Okay, so we're, we're I would say that, like... <laughs> in the weather. Die! Wait a second... Yeah, Definitely so I'd say, I'd say you'd down. sort of like, you turn to the door because of the commotion behind you, you make your mm. way to the door, and you sort of like look around the door and there's nothing there. So you sort of turn back round, make it back to where you were, and then okay. you can engage from there. So, uh, Yeah, so I mean, is it, it, will his pistol have range up to that? Yes, so uh, this will be long range for your pistol. Galen, <laughs> cover yourself. <laughs> Pull your socks up. <laughs> <laughs> covered in wolf at the moment so, or whatever these are. my long range <laughs> so, is so 16 be, yards if that helps yeah so yeah you'll be you'll be in in range um but yeah it'll be minus one because you're at long range okay cool so minus one and also yes yeah no that's fine yep that's good okay right so to hit that minus one. Oh, it's not bad that is 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That includes the minus 1. 15. 16. Yeah. Uh, yep, that hits. Okay, so roll your damage. Okay. Uh, damage 1d6 plus 3. Uh, no stunt points, sadly. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, oh, what was the dexterity of my target, by the way? Uh, your dexterity of the target is 2. Ah, never mind, so I can't use pinpoint. But I've rolled a d6 of 5 plus 3, so 8. 8 points of damage. Okay, cool. Um, so, nice stuff. Uh, good. So, sort of like, as you sort of aim your arm, you fire out towards it, the, the bullet sort of slides towards it and smacks it in the flank. And sort of like, there's this sort of, as it hits, like where you'd expect blood to splurt out, it's almost like this black sort of shadow just like hits off it and it sort of turns its face towards you and sort of stares you down. Um, Tantan, you're uh -oh. up next. Um, random question for you. Is there any sort of fabric on the floor, like a bit of tapestry near me? Uh, yeah, so so down the centre of the, the room, there's this really damaged, tattered old part of a sort of like almost like rug down the centre. Okay, so what Tantan would like to do is spend uh, a little bit of his movement to get onto the carpet, and he's going to kick off his shoes. Okay, so, yep, so that you move. And he's going to shuffle around on the carpet a whole bunch, and then cast Lightning Bolt at one of the uh, wolf things. <laughs> Static. Cool. Which 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 wolf are you going for? The one on the left or the one on the right? Uh, I'll go for the one on the left up here. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Roll roll uh, roll your. Uh, so it is. Galen, is anything you've got metal? <laughs> No, that one, that one doesn't arc to him, <laughs> thankfully. This is payback for those clothes. Uh, that is ten to hit. Does that hit? Okay, it it is defense twelve. God damn it! So not. I will just double check your spell. Does it automatically hit, or is it a ranged attack? Uh, I believe it's a ranged I'm attack. Not seen your... uh, yeah, so it's a you, attack. you unfortunately. Yeah, so unfortunately you miss it. Sort of as it, as it sort of arcs towards your target, it sort of glances and it scoots to the side, and sort of these sparks just hit the ground and sort of shatter across the side, and it sort of bears down, staring towards you both. 
Um, is there anything else you would like to uh, do? I would like to yelp like a sort of like movement. startled child <laughs> and use any Ooh. remaining movement to seek cover behind one of the pillars. <laughs> okay, so you sort of move to the side and sort of like after scuffling your feet, you put your shoes back on and you scoot off to the side to, to find yourself a little Precisely. bit of cover behind yeah. a, a broken pew. Super. Um, Gillis, you're up next. Yeah, just to reiterate uh, a stunt point I used last time, was just all I did was take a uh, magic point off the cost of the spell. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, seeing that uh, Galen's in trouble, and knowing how hard Mac is, I'm pretty sure he can hold that door as Todd. Uh, I'm going to run up and try and uh, mana blast the left-hand creature. Or arcane blast, sorry. Uh, where are you going to move to? Are you sort of going to move over to the left-hand side of the room? No, I'm going to go straight down the middle. Just straight down the middle? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, so go for it. Go for your mana blast. Ooh, 13 plus my accuracy is nice. 15. Boom, 15. That is a hit. Roll your damage. Yeah, just, oh, I've got to type in another thing now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know there's a thing as physical dice, Jay. I've got a whole bag right. of them behind me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing it on the screen just so you guys can uh, Five plus your, your willpower, is it not? Oh yeah, eight then. Is it? Ooh, nice. Eight. Okay, nice. Cool. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, up next is Galen. So having absorbed that hit, I think Galen's oh, going to now try and move. He has not seen my mana blast. <laughs> Is my, my cloak of like sort of crow's feathers around the shoulders. Uh, it's almost like a magical perception that one of the feathers sort of rises up, turns into a crow, and just darts into the enemy and explodes. It's not an actual crow, it's not. I can't fly it, and the feather doesn't come off my cloak. It's all metaphorical for my religion. I've, I've got go. this kind of Sorry. impression that Jay um, just looks like this kind of. Oh, also, Guinness looks like an anime character. Like this kind of like feathered cloak, like sheets out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, a trigger, Jay. Yeah. There's, always, I, I think, I, there's yeah. always a wind blowing, like yeah. Galen in his cloak, like at all times. Yeah. <laughs> and his email is going to step around this kind of. Ha having absorbed the hits from the two wolves that have come in, he's going to now step around the one on the right because the one on the left's kind of been blasted off. Uh, thanks to um, Tink <laughs> and Galen's kind of like um, support. So he's going to step around the one on the right step around it slightly so he's kind of like on the other side but kind of facing back towards where he came from um and he's just gonna absolutely yep so you sort of scoot, yep, around, scoot to the around, side. around to the side he's gonna just absolutely man at this one that he's next to now so go for so it minus two I like on this, absolutely uh, malleted starting a fire yeah yeah <laughs> Um, yes, however, minus two. Uh, minus, two, minus two, but I also have fighting and bludgeon, so I'm adding plus five to this anyway, so minus what? plus three, so 19. <laughs> 19, nice. Well, that hits, and you've got a double six there, so you've got six Dude. stunt points. Oh, yes. Um, so I'm just going to go for the lethal blow, so add 2d6 extra damage to my attack, so this is going to be 3d6 plus three. Let's kill this one. Brought it down double-handed on top of his head. So, 16 damage, please, John. 
shit. Oh, oh nice. Good hit. Between you find the armor 112. So as you sort of like crash this maul down onto the beast's head, you sort of hear it whelp, and it sort of like bears its fangs at you, and you sort of like smashed it across the face, and there's sort of just blood trickling down sort of round its eye. Again, the, the blood is dark. It's not sort of red claret, and sort of like it's almost like it wisps away as you as you hit it. Um, that's a good hit. Um, nice. So, uh, Galen, that was you. Mac, you're up next. Okay. Um, Mac will... Uh, I guess he's just going to continue holding the door because he's not sure that the wolf thing, cat thing's gone away. And he'll draw his crossbow and one-handed yep. have a shot at that wolf that just got hit hard. <laughs> Badass. Okay, so he's going to hold the door with one hand and sort of just turn and sort of try and shoot behind him. Um, so I'm going to say because sort of uh, Gillis is there Mac and there's quick. a sort of few pillars and pews, I will say it's going to be a little bit of a difficult shot. Mac so quick. minus two for your uh, your shot. If I get a crossbow bolt on the back of the head, Mac, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Uh, Only if he rolls a five. Fifteen... 15 minus 2, so 13. 13 nice. hits, roll your damage. Um, and uh, is my if my dex is higher than his, I get uh, use my pinpoint accuracy. My dex is 3. Nice. Yep, so that's higher, so you get your pinpoint accuracy as well. Okay. Sniper Mac. 3d6. While holding a door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on. yeah, holding a door. It's the most competent one of our group. I said this last time. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just like a scene out of one. Fifteen points of damage. Yeah. Curves the crossbow bolt. How many? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, this wolf has got to be dead now. <laughs> it's just got absolutely annihilated. Fifteen points of damage. Still going. Okay. okay so as it like bolts in, you, as, as this bolt just flies out, your crossbow whizzes through Gillis. It just like. You feel it as it passes your head and it just scoots straight and it smacks this beast right into the neck, sort of hitting it just above where its uh, carotid would be. And you sort of see this big splat of like black goose and, and, and Galen, you think you're going to get hit by it, but it almost sort of just dissipates before it reaches you. Um, and it sort of like turns, but like rather than being like really aggressive with its turn, it sort of like seems to be quite limp and sort of lacking in energy. It looks really hurt really hurt indeed um so on to its go um with its sort of final throws it's just gonna like launch itself onto you galen um so that is a do 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 then 13 to hit this time i'm not got my guard up oh just hits nice and he does uh does 14 points of damage no stun points for me though. Uh, the other one on the other side of the room is just going to like launch itself towards um, Gillis, who sort of recently threw a, a crow at him. Um, it. Sort of leaps across. Um, and he rolls a 13 to hit. Uh, my defense is 412. <laughs> Gosh, that's good. No, it's 11. Am I, guess am I guessing that's going to yeah. get you? <laughs> we have zero armor. Oh, really? Snake eyes. <laughs> I rolled. Yeah, I did. I got snake oh. eyes. Uh, so that's an almighty six points of damage. To Please tell me your soak is six, Jake. That'd be hilarious. No, I don't have any armor. <laughs> uh, at all. 
Feathers don't count for much in this. Uh... <laughs> In the mm. I was hoping, hoping my emo here. fringe would uh, protect me from the most of the damage. <laughs> okay, so oh hello. Um, uh, as um, as you're sort of like uh, hiding behind where you're at, Tantan, just through the window launches this sort of the shadowy beast from outside, just flies down towards you, and it's going to try to mob you. Know, the fable you get of plus the one. evil residents. I know that. <laughs> I've got to say that. <laughs> You get plus what? Minus one to his roll, because you're in, in... Sorry, minus two, because you're in some light cover, hidden behind the pew. Although, actually, he's kind of flanking you. So, mm, um, <laughs> But I've rolled pretty crap. Uh, I say pretty crap. Uh, six. Doo -doo 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 -doo. I've rolled minus ah, two. Ah, I'm okay. My defense is 12. I would have had... I would have had six stun points oh, as well. Oh. It's almost okay, like so, you want um, to kill Tantan just as much as the rest of the party. <laughs> no, I would never want to kill I don't think we Tantan. want to see him killed, just um, humiliated. Like a... what, what you... <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's all pause combat for a second. Way, what do you mean, <laughs> more humiliated? <laughs> so far, we've thrown him in the river, burnt his clothes, took the piss out of his eye. He's just. <laughs> Mac threatened to beat him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, if yeah, the start of the episode, Mac has tried to throw him somewhere or beat him up. Exactly! <laughs> this is what I mean! <laughs> they call him Tan Strength Test. Tink, um, so at this point, Tink will. Um, he's been so used to like having his pistol auto reload that he's not really sure. What's going on here? But he's kind of he's pointing his his pistol at the wolf that's um, bearing down on Gillis, and he's just hearing a click. So he's he's reasoned that he's now got to physically reload it himself. So I think that's going to be his major action. Yeah. Uh, how many miners can I do? One miner. So it's one miner, one major, or you could do two miners. Uh, I think all he's going to do is, is sort of move up to near Gillis and and Tantan just so that he's. Close enough to assist next turn. I don't think okay. you can do a lot else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe cool. I've got this wrong. Um, Sorry. So you I do that clarify? instead of like. Is it, I thought it was two minors and a major. Is it one minor and a major? Okay. Yeah, one minor and a major. major or two, two minors. minors. Or two minors. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so up next is uh, okay. Tantan. Big rolls. So. What he's going to do is he is going to um, cast. I'm trying to make my mind up here. Uh, he's going to do shock blast, which I believe is an instant hit. Because uh, electricity arcing your hands or arcane device shocking enemies in a six yard by six yard area. Anyone in the area takes one d six plus willpower. That sounds an awful lot like an AOE. Yeah, when that sounds like really anyone in is, is it? Is it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it? Can I determine the area to be in front of me, or is it just around me? Okay. I think it's around like you. It's like, it's like can I rephrase my attack roll, please, John? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes, need to give my fellow teammates any more ammunition to try and hurt me. Um, what I will do instead. My original thought was I'm going to cast Jolt on the uh, wolf-cat thing. Uh, okay. So Ooh, I need right. to do an attack roll. Do you need to locate any more carpet, or have you got sufficient carpet this time? To... <laughs> he's going to he's going to he's going to rub himself <laughs> up and down. Uh, 
Uh, and he's gonna... Now's not the time. Oh, Tampa. geez, he's not rolling well at all. That's a that's a ten. It seems like I should have rolled exactly the same ten. roll as I got last time. I got a six and two ones. <laughs> this completely oh, incompetent oh, no. wizard. So you need eleven. You need you need eleven. Eleven to so succeed. So far, all we've seen is this wizard so... walk around like Rod himself and just <laughs> around on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> You should have done it like a dog. It's and like, just it's like, sort of like at this moment, you go, you, you sort of try and you try and cast the spell, and you're like as you reach out to get it, it just sort of like bats you, your hand to one side, and you sort of like put your hand on the nearest pew, and you shock the pew instead of the the beast in front of you, and it sort of just bears its fangs. Is there um, anything else you would like to do? Can so I? Uh, I'm not sure how it sort of works. Do they have opportunity attacks in this? No, you can you can sort okay, of move I will away move, from them. Okay, uh, one square back, uh, sort of to the left-hand side. There, and the, the so form a little conga line, okay. if you could, in line with all the other people. Oh, diagonal. Yeah, diagonal. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, so you sort of try and move a little bit away from it. That's fine. Um, cool. So up next is Gilles. okay. So we've got this um, were cat creature shadow dog bear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any other mammals? Down on me. Uh, chipmunk, yeah. um, bearing down on me. Um, yeah, just it's gonna have to be a mana blast, I think. Uh, all I can do. Uh, um, unleash the crows. Uh, unleash the crows. Unleash the crow. Unleash the crow. Unleash the crow. That's coming. When I reach my ultimate form. Sorry, <laughs> He's evolved. <laughs> the Quiffin. That's one D6 ball. Uh, sorry, there we go. Ooh, actually, it's plus my accuracy of two. It's only eleven. Eleven. Uh, that doesn't hit, unfortunately. So you sort of like fling this feather, feather out, and it sort of turns the crow, and it just blasts out towards the side, and it off. just sort of misses on, or hits the ground, and just sort of, sort of just like, you know, and there's, almost like as it hits the ground, rather than exploding with mana, it sort of like almost poofs out into feathers, um, as it sort of just hits, hits the, the side. Um, is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, yeah, I'd probably just back off and, yeah, just let Tink have us, he, I think he's got it. Okay, so you're just going to try and back away and move to the side. Um, okay, Galen, you're up. No. Yes, I think I'm in combat with this. Finish uh, him. Yeah, finish him. I'm in combat with this kind of <laughs> where cat bear thing. Yep. Um, dark energy. So at this point, I think I'm just going to aim and, and this thing. thing needs to. This thing needs to eat dust. <laughs> like. Okay. So aim and attack. <laughs> okay, so aiming. Yep. So that's plus one to your hit. Uh, so, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, that hits roll damage. Da, 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 da. And you've got four Ooh, stunt four, points. Well. Four stunt points. Let's have a look at what stunty stunts with that. What's like a really cool stunt to do at the moment? Um, Kill it. You can. Well, just do another lethal blow. Just finish it off. Now it's five, unfortunately. Oh, is it? Yeah. Let's do. Mm. Um, you can do one d six though, can't you? Um, I'm going to do lightning attack so I can make a second attack against the same enemy or a different one within range. You, da, 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 da. Yeah. So I do a second attack after this one if it survives. Let's roll some damage. Okay. So uh, it's 1d6 plus 3 on this. So first one does uh, 5 damage. 
So as you bring your hammer down onto the head, and it's sort of just like you, you hear this audible crunch and crack as it just smashes in on its skull, and its eyes just lose all sort of colour, and just not that they had much to start with, and they just sort of roll back, and, and you sort of just like squelch your hammer out from the skull of this, this creature, and it slumps down to the ground in front of you, this sort of black sort of oozy shadow just falling out of it and as it sort of starts to sort of lose whatever life force it has it sort of almost starts to dissipate its form and disappear into dust in front of you hit it again Kim <laughs> right, I think we've got a, a connection for, for uh, Galen there so we'll move on to uh, Mac what would you like to do um, yeah I'm here I think he's going to realise that the the wolf isn't a cat thing isn't outside the door anymore. He will drop his crossbow, charge at the nearest cat thing, and pull out his two-handed maul and have a swing at it. Okay, he's so doing a charge attack, is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, charge attack. So it'll be the one sort of that's uh, just to the side of where Tantan was that was bearing down on him. So you be charge towards with your two-handed maul. Um, so roll to hit with your charge attack. I thought you were just going to say keep holding the door. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, door. So plus plus one plus one on your attack roll, and yeah, you're more than in range to do the the charge. Okay, uh, that's fourteen plus one is fifteen, and I got uh, two stunt points. Ooh. Nice, good. So that hits. Roll damage. Uh, and I'm going to use my pinpoint actually on the wolf. Get my extra d6. Uh, cool, go for it. I need to do something about my. Okay, uh, and I'm going to use my stunt points to do a mighty blow. So that's four d6 against him. Nice. Go for it. Meh. <laughs> yeah. That's the 16 points of damage. Jeez. 16 points. <laughs> I mean, Good I feel hits. a little bit useless awesome. in this fight. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just in this fight? Okay. So, um, Whoa! <laughs> 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 I mean, normally it's Jay that throws so, the shade. Uh, now that we've got Galen back as well, is there anything else you would like to do after celebrating your kill of the... the, the yeah, I'd like creature? to use that um, lightning strike to just hit its corpse again and like pound it into the ground yeah yeah so like as it's turning to dust you yeah. just start smashing it <laughs> sort of this this sort of slowly disappearing sort of body in front of you You've gotta be sure. um okay so it's on to their go um so this one is going to uh, charge towards tink oh um and it's going to try and hit you tink so plus one to its roll help uh, that is a 14 yeah i'm only defense 11 okay and it does. Uh, do, 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 that is ten points of damage. Uh, minus my armor of five. Ooh. Yep. So five and points of damage. Amazing. Um, the other one is going to um, also attack uh, Tink. Sort of feels like there's an opportunity for some some gang tactics here. Um, and that is a do, 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 thirteen to hit again. Yep. So. I believe that does it, it. Does. and I've got two st stunt points. Uh, so, what I'm going to use for those two stunt points is I'm going to use Pierce 
armor. No, I'm not. I'm going to use mighty blow. Let's use a mighty blow. Uh, so that's 2d6 damage uh, plus 3. So uh, that is 10, 14 points of damage. Down to 9. Jesus Christ. Okay, so that is that is their go. Um, so up next is Tink. Uh, well, I think at this point he will probably step back uh, as best he can. So I'm guessing, yeah. Okay. Uh, all the while he's gonna, uh, he won't be able to aim. So he's just gonna have to take a shot with his pistol at the. Go for it. Uh, I think he'll hit the one that hit him first. He's probably gonna focus one down more than. Yeah, so as he sort of like moves away, he goes to take yep. a shot. Uh, let's see what he gets. Three six plus accuracy. Oh yes, double six and a one on the stunt dice, unfortunately. Uh, oh, nice. So it's one stunt. Yeah, I can do pierce armor because that only costs one stunt point, so I might do that. Uh, okay, cool. So that's definitely a hit, right? So that's thirteen plus my accuracy of two. Yep, yeah, definitely 15. a hit. Okay, so uh, I will pierce armor. Um, with that stunt point, and I am 1d6 plus 3. Another 6, so 9. And then piercing nine armor. 9 points damage, okay. And piercing armor as well, okay. Cool. Uh, so, up next is. Uh, okay. Ashley, oh. sorry. Sorry, guys. Can oh. I change the pierce armor to rapid reload so that his autoload is kicking? Yes, of course, you can. Cool. Um, I will uh, reach into my the folds of my robe and pull out some berries that are like slightly mouldy and looking a bit <laughs> grim, and I will um, mumble something into them as I cut them in my hand and force them down Tink's throat and cast <gasps> and cast healing touch. And I'll say, it works on other people. I'm sure it'll work on your kind. Um, <laughs> uh, so that. <laughs> and and sort of flings them into your gullet. So roll roll your so uh, I'm check five. That. So it's a target value. Yeah, I, uh, I don't have to roll anything for this, I don't think. Apart Turns from out the, they're massively the corrosive to any sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Just Orient. my luck. So I'm going to spend right, three magic fine. points to roll 3d6. So that is nine. You receive nine points of healing. Hey. Cool. I will double check. Oh, I believe it? it's got a target. I'm going to roll. Ten. Because we have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got a target. Okay. So I've got to roll on it. So okay. you do need to oh, roll above great. a ten. Yeah. And go. then you. Uh, he comes in nine. Hey. 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 He's done something. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Is that our first success you at magical healing? I think I've done it once it. before. Just once. Yeah, you did one health point now or something, didn't you? So you get... Shut up, Jay. It's still one you get point. nine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. So you get nine nine so points of health. Tink, get the uh, sort of Popeye animation <laughs> going on. Yeah. Gammon spinach yeah. down your gullet. <laughs> cool. So yeah, nine points of health back for Tink. Thank you very much. Uh, You're very so, welcome. up next is Gillis. Okay, um, which of these... Um, man bear pigs have already been uh, <laughs> wounded. The horizontal They're, one. They've both been they've both yeah. been hit a little bit. The one that's sort of in the middle I shot with uh, the crow, in, of the room in front of you looks a little bit worse. The one that you shot at last yeah. time. We both I've shot it twice now. Yeah, he's getting a, a little lick of this. Uh, I'm going to try and step round to his flank though before I do so. Okay. Yep. Just to sort of 
give us cool. Give him options, that's not me. No, that's me. Ooh, look at my pointy emo yep. finger. Um, where's my milky eye? Um, all 3d6. 11 plus my accuracy of 2 is 13. Yep, that hits for well, damage. It's 3, 6 total. Plus my roll power. 6 total. Okay. You're cool. such a wuss. Like, my, my 6 nice. damage is max. 4d6. Galen, you're up next. <laughs> so at this point, I think I'm just like having absolutely destroyed this uh, man bear, whatever it is on the floor. We're calling it just man bear, man bear cat, pig. pig things. Tiger. I'm Wolf. just gonna <laughs> chuck down like chuck down my maul, my um, I don't even have a sword, so I'm gonna chuck that just because this character that you've got in the uh, roll twenty uh, map has got a shield. I'm going to chuck down my maul and just leg it <laughs> towards the one that's in front of Mac and just drop kick it. Okay. <laughs> okay. John, <laughs> like been in front of Mac. Like, no, the one cool. in front of Mac. This sorry. is definitely going to go well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I would like you to, to roll to hit. Go on. So it's a charge, I'll say. Okay. So uh, you can get yes. plus one to your roll. Key off. Johnny um, kicks do, do you know what? Am I adding <laughs> fighting, or is this more like a? Uh, so th this would be oh, fighting, good. yeah. So this would be a, an unarmed cool. attack. Uh, so 11, 12, 13, 14, 16. Then if I'm adding plus two, to nice. It. Mm -hmm. 16. Okay. So that hits. Uh, what is your uh, my strength? strength? Oh goodness, you're asking me a weird question. Then. Uh, two. Okay, cool. Uh, I would like to roll. You roll a, a 1d3. In fact, it would have been your accuracy. But I uh, think there's no d3s anyway, in so this. It would have been accuracy. Roll a d6 no, and half it. So what it. you can do is roll a d6 like, like you do half normally. I've got a, I've got a one. Then. <laughs> it's lockdown. He hasn't played in two years. <laughs> Three damage. <laughs> no, that's that's a two. That's a two. Adam. Two. Okay. Two. That's two. That's plus, two. Plus so, two. Yeah. So you round up. So okay. So so you so, you managed to. You manage to sort of, like you slide in and you go to you go to hit it um, and yeah so it's it's plus your accuracy so four uh, plus damage times accuracy. Play Eldar, how do you uh, not know what a D three is? Sorry, sorry, it's um two it's two damage plus the two from my accuracy, so four damage in total. Cool, that's fine. Yeah, so four damage minus his armor. So you can come in and you drop kick it, you smash it, it like smacks it in the shoulder and it sort of like, <clears throat> bears its teeth and sort of looks towards you with a with a menacing grin. Uh, Mac, over to you. Um, okay, well, uh, I'm just gonna, as he's distracted, I'm gonna take my time, aim, and swing my maul at him. Go for it. I'm gonna mock you for this, Mac, having to use a weapon to destroy this uh, beast. Ooh, this Says might not be good. the man who can work out the D3. Um, <laughs> what's that? Eldar player can't work out what D3 is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven? Oh, eleven misses. I should not have aimed. It's just a, like, you, you take your moment Don't as it's distracted and almost like you bring your maul down where it's... <laughs> where its head was and then as it looks towards Galen it just sort of like you smash it down and it like clinks across the stone of the floor um, so it's on to them uh, so this one is bearing down at Galen so it's going to try and hit you after you've dropped it uh, so that is a it's gonna 16 be a hit. to hit <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that is oof, 15 okay, points of damage. Whoa. I bet your, your soap bottle uh, is high. 24. This one here... Um, so that one's going to be mulling into you. So this this one here is going to turn onto on Gillis, I think, because it's the one that sort of just tried it. It's going to try and stop itself being flanked. So it's going to move back round, circle round Gillis, and try and hit you. Oh, lordy, I'm very sorry. Um, so that is um, a almighty twenty-one to hit. My defense is more of those berries, Tantan. <laughs> and five stun points. Um, so I'm going to do lethal yep. blow as it launches towards you. So that is uh, in total uh, 12 plus 4, 16 points of damage. It's a wound. <laughs> Yeah, six points of damage, and it's going to use yeah, it's it's gonna have five points of damage, so it's not going to do anything else. So yeah. sixteen total, yeah. Cool. So uh, up next is Tink. Okay. Uh, well, he's reloaded, but he's not really got a shot. Uh, then again, can I can I fire past Gillis into that wall? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, I'll, I'll give it as the the creature's got cover though. As you try and All shoot right. past you. So he'll aim. Then I think it's probably makes yeah. makes sense to rather than snap firing when there's somebody right in front yeah. of you. So that will just be that that will be minus one to your roll. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> Double six two on the stunt dice uh, plus my accuracy nice. of two. So I'm looking at 12, 14, 16 minus one fifteen. Yeah, that okay, hits. So I've got Rolling two damage. stun points there, which is good. So damage is 1d6 plus 3. Uh, can I add any damage to this? Uh, you can add 1d6. Mighty blow. Yeah. 1d6, yeah. Yeah, you know what, let's do that. Uh, so 6 plus the 3 is 9 damage. 9 damage. Okay, so as you bring your pistol up and you sort of like aim round Gillis and Gillis sort of just moves slightly to turn to the new threat and you see your opportunity, you shoot and it smacks it straight into the skull just through where its eye is and it sort of just like almost in an instant just sort of like yelps and drops and falls down to the ground um, and, and as it does so again this sort of, it sort of just seems to sprinkle into dust and sort of it's it's form just seems to break down and sort of as almost as if it's not stable enough to exist and sort of just disappears out into ash and black and ash um, over the, the next following few seconds. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so Tantan, I am next. going to stop it with the fancy stuff and I'm just going to do an <laughs> arcane blast. <laughs> so far, any point. Well. True. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen who are listening via the podcast, I just rolled a seven, which is a total Whoa, of eight, nine. Wow. So I don't think I've rolled wow. a twelve this whole game. No, no, no. Uh, so again, you sort it's of like conjure up your magic. What is your arcane blast like? What uh, what does what does he do when he's apparently casting his nothing blast? this round? But uh, norm <laughs> normally <laughs> it's sort of some very elaborate, uh, almost geriatric finger-like motions. 
uh, to summon forth a ball of uh, like dark blue, almost black energy that gets sent forward. Before you rocked, if I was the low okay, roller, so you sort of start of to conjure this up, and you sort of you fling it out towards uh, towards the beast, and it just sort of like careers off and smashes into a nearby pillar, blasting a little bit out of the pillar instead of your your intended target. Um, Gillis, you're up. Uh, obviously, taking a bit of a knock there, um, but Gillis does not give in. That's sort of one of his things. His willpower is quite high, and he sort of grits his teeth. And he sort of lost it a little bit now that he's so low in health. Uh, rather than he doing the normal, sensible thing of a arcane blast, he just draws his cudgel and just starts swinging for the fences on this other wolf. Okay, go for it. Are you yep. charging in? Okay, plus one to your roll. Right, oh, went well. <laughs> hey! <welcome laughs> so he's sort of like, ah, it charges in and it. tries to go and hit this beast. At... No, no. Uh, that misses, oh, it, unfortunately. No. Oh, right, yeah, uh, I've got seven for fighting. I've not, I've got one. Uh, I was going to say, you've got accuracy. seven! <laughs> <laughs> uh, a maul is fighting, uh, yeah. So, it's a cudgel, uh, it's like a yeah. little, um, almost like a rounder's bat wrapped in iron. Yeah, so that would be, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's got fighting, fighting one. So, no. Yeah, but no. He, he's enjoying, he's enjoying so, himself. So, you miss. And that's the main <laughs> thing. <laughs> Having a good time. Uh, okay, so up next is yeah. Game. So I guess like in in all this kind of combat, he charging drop tr- kick this this thing that Suplex was climbing it. through the window. Right, try <laughs> to. He's now on the floor. This thing's turned towards him. He's like, but for some reason, he feels this like inner calm and kind of like just warmth from within him. And I guess what he's gonna do is just get up on his feet, lunge at this, just lunge himself. at this wolf, and punch. <laughs> but like. I kind of, it feels okay. more like an act of faith than it does anything else. He can feel this kind of yep. like fire in his fists. So so he goes to, to punch, uh, so that is on your accuracy. Yep. <laughs> um, oh dear. So, da, 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 11. Uh, I have brawling as well. Does uh, that, so, is brawling fifth? Uh, yeah, so brawling would be a focus okay. in this. Oh, what's the focus? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, okay, plus so, two, two, so, so I've got four, four plus nine uh, is 13. 13 hits, so roll your d3 of damage. So I'm rolling a d6, yeah? Yes. Oh, yes! Yeah, d6. Hey, uh, so three. Five. Hey, five so damage. three. So five, five total, nice. Okay, so uh, nice. So you sort of come in with this punch and sort of smack it on the same spot which you drop kicked it, and it sort of yelps and just turns towards you, ready to to, to pounce on you. Sort of like feeling that you're its, it's closest aggressor. Uh, Mac, you're up next. All right, yeah, I'm just gonna <clears throat> a bit embarrassed. Aim again. This time, swing and hit at its head. Hopefully. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. Which one of us gets oh, hit? No, 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 that was that was eight. That was eight. Okay, no. So uh, aiming and hitting, you try and hit it again. It's sort of like there's almost like just in the chaos that's going on. You've got Gillis trying to smack it in the head with his cudgel. You've got Galen just like punching it, and you're there going like trying to aim and smack down on it, and you're getting just like overwhelmed by everything at the moment. Um, and it's, it leads you to miss one more time. So, uh, it's going to have a go at you, Galen. Uh, that is a 20 mm. to hit. Is that a crit? 
Uh, no, <laughs> not in this. <laughs> it's, it's no stunt points. You're lucky. Mm. I rolled a four, five, and a six. So that is. Oh, ho, ho. but I have rolled uh, eleven plus four, so that is uh, fifteen points of damage. Cool. I'm on six health points left. <laughs> I want that shit. You got armor. <laughs> 15 points of damage. So, up next is Tink. Uh, well, I was planning to reload, uh, but I think seeing the beating that people are getting, I think he's just going to have to step in. So, can he kind of elbow Gillis aside? Because I'm guessing he's kind of in the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, so he elbows Gillis to the side. No, I'll, I'll let that happen. So, like, are you just coming in with your rake? Yeah, I think that's all he can do, really. Yeah. Okay, uh, so. go for it. So, you sort of elbow Gillis out of the side and you sort of come in to try and hit it. Well, the important thing is that I tried. <laughs> I feel like I've started a knock-on reaction. You do get, you Seven. do get, uh, because it is significantly outnumbered. You do get plus two. Oh, really? To your yeah, okay. So um, two, yeah. four, six, seven, so, eight, nine. Nine. That still misses. <laughs> so despite all of this going on at the moment, um, it, it, it you sort of it's dodging itself and like after it's sort of like it's almost pounced on Galen and you can't quite get to it. Um, so up next, um, Tanzan. Okay, who's really low on health? Uh, Galen's got less than me. Okay. Oh, I've got no armor. Galen looks pretty, pretty uh, beat up. Tantan looks across at Galen's like, It's berry time! Um, <laughs> and he is Runs around and shoves some berries bad. down. Okay, try and shove some berries hey! in his face. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> So, that's double figure, that's a highest so, level How many magic points I know, you it's crazy. Um, I will <laughs> expend three uh, magic points to roll 3d6. Hey, that's good, 12. Oh, yeah. okay. oh nice. 12, 12 points of healing for you as you chop They are these slightly batteries. acrid and Ooh. very musty. <laughs> as is everything about Tantan. <laughs> But you do, whilst you, the taste is not very nice, you do feel rejuvenated when they sort of like land down and they start going down your gut. It's almost like there's this force of energy just pulsing through your body that just makes you feel a little bit stronger than you were. Again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> up next, Gillis. Um, yeah, I'm just going to keep swinging. I'm sort of a bit of a frenzy at the moment. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, I have roll. He's spuffed it again. Hang on, oh, I'm plus two because he's outnumbered. He's trying to hit. Someone yeah, plus 13. two because he's outnumbered, yeah. Hey. 13, hey. that hits. Roll your damage. Jesus, I've never used my cudgel before. What's a cudgel? Like a, like a club. Uh, so your cudgel would be... Club's 1d6, uh, I it? would say... Yeah, 1d6. Plus 400. Yeah, four. Cool. Plus your, uh, it will be your accuracy. Oh, two then. Five. Well, actually, bludgeon. So, uh, plus your fighting. Oh, uh, five then. Five. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, awesome. So, up next is uh, Mac. Right. No, it's not. It's oh. Galen. Galen. I'm going to try and punch this thing. I've had enough of it. I'm just going to, like... <laughs> Climb Go myself on top of Go it and just—I I just want to try and like prise its jaws apart and just like rip the top part of its skull off the bottom part. If that makes sense. Okay, go okay. for it. So, um, as you sort of like 
I'm gonna just do this as a as an unarmed attack. Go for it. I've rolled three dice. <laughs> no. Plus oh. Your, I think plus oh wow. <laughs> no. Okay. So that is a little bit. So as you try and as you try and sort of like grab its face, it's like you miss, and you sort of like it's like crawling, it's like snapping at you because it's trying to attack you, and you sort of like go to grab its face, and it's almost like nips you on the finger as you do so, and you're like ah, and you sort of move away from it. For the benefit um, of the listener, okay. Adam rolled a four on three d six. Yep, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. It's almost as good as his healing well. Okay, so Hey-o. up next Shots is uh, Mac. <coughs> right. Don't aim Mac. Mac Don't aim. is going to steady himself. <laughs> He's going to aim very carefully. Oh, He's no. going to rest, <laughs> rest his maul on the damn thing's head, lift it up and smack <laughs> it on the damn head. Like he's gauging a nail <laughs> with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. Like a golf. <laughs> okay, okay, okay that's okay. Right <laughs> and that was twelve. Die. <laughs> twelve. Yeah. So, uh, did you add your two for? I know that was fourteen. Well? If... Okay. So yeah. So uh, you Three. managed to hit it. So roll your seven d six. And he's going to use his um, uh, pinpoint accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. For an extra d six. And uh, so that's fifteen points of damage. Woo. Okay, I would like you to describe the killing blow. Hey. Right. It is um, <coughs> it is not spectacular. Mac is just being super, super careful with his accuracy, <laughs> and he's just more utterly relieved that he hit the damn thing than anything else. <laughs> so they're like, so you bring, he's sort of like you aim it up. You bring it down and you smash. It's sort of like there's this sort of intermingle of, of Galen trying to grab its head, and you're sort of like, I must not hit Galen's hands. And you sort of smash it down, and it's sort of just this almighty crunch. And as you sort of hit it, as the maul is going through the, the point at which you aimed, it almost just seems to dissipate into shadow and dust and just sort of dissipates around as this being's life energy has disappeared. And a calm sort of resides through through the, the, the chaos and clamour of the last few moments. You sort of take a moment to have a bit of a breather and sort of look round at the rest of your group as you've just managed to survive uh, the little ambush from these creatures that you, you don't know what exactly they were. As you sort of like take this moment, you do notice outside in the windows where one of them came from, sort of Galen and Tantan as you're by there, you do notice there's almost like a little makeshift camp in this small courtyard and you notice that there's just two bodies lying next to this sort of camp Hmm. Uh, what can we uh, discern from the camp does it look uh, recent or is it quite old it looks relatively recent sort of fresh they're like the bodies uh, as you sort of look from this distance they're sort of like slumped over to the side they look like they've been chewed on in the courtyard, there's some uh, there's some other people. They look a bit dead, though. Hmm. Uh, Gillis chimes in with that. Uh, I think we should bury them. I mean, it seems like the right thing to do. Uh, what's the access? How do we get through to the courtyard? Is it just sort of like? I think you've got to go down that corridor. Yeah. 
so you could you could manage to to climb through the window probably you could get to that way but you do also as you're sort of like looking out you see there's a little entrance over on the side of okay the, the uh, i'd like to head around and see if i can find uh the palace plantolum that i'm looking for okay so you start to make your way towards the courtyard yeah so i think um uh, galen's obviously been down on the floor and kind of battered about in this he's going to stand up though look pretty proud dust himself off and kind of like um just gesture to mac and be like well you took long enough mate <laughs> yeah they were tricky to hit they kept moving <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just punch it? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm not as good at punching as you are, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. You'll have to teach me that kick. That looked cool. <laughs> well, these are these are secret techniques that only the Ember, <laughs> Ember Order know. <laughs> ah. Like they're secret techniques for starting fires. <laughs> Even they don't know it. It's so secret. Yeah, Gillis is um, actually just panting really, really hard from his uh, frenzy. And he's got his cudgel in his hand and he's just like, looking around for more targets and there's nothing else. And he's obviously quite pissed off at this fact. Uh, he puts it back in his belt loop uh, and he's still panting very heavily. But yeah, down on seven health points, he's pretty roughed up. So he's going to just... Oh, Ga Ga Galen's going to notice this and be like, look, look, I can help you out here. <laughs> he's going to try and heal him. <laughs> oh, no. As if Gillis couldn't get any angrier. Scheiser. Five stunt points. Look at that. Five stunt points. Five. Yeah, five stunt points on your magic. He's going to do piercing blow. My... <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a uh, so yeah, deadly strike. <laughs> five, five, five is the number of the Ember Beast. <laughs> yeah, you're now on fire. Um, so <laughs> it's cauterized the wounds, but yeah, you're still burning. So I think all this kind of like magic energy flowing um, out of him during the recent combat has obviously helped him imbue the kind of like healing that he's in imparting on Gillis. Um, that it also empowers himself. So I'm actually going to use it to do split spell, which nice. is basically cast it again, but on himself. Um, nice. So I believe this uh, is... Unaware to um, uh, Galen, he's absorbing Gillis's life force. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so this basically gives us 3d6 health points back each. So let's nice. roll some dice. Awesome. Nine health points back each. Nice, good. Okay. Sort of at this moment as well, as you sort of all take this moment to... Uh, gather your thoughts you do get the opportunity to have a breather mm -hmm. um and so just to remind you after each combat encounter you can opt to have um a breather um, yes and when you do have said breather yes um, you just take a few moments to, to catch your breath post the combat um and what you get is five plus your constitution plus your level in health awesome fully healed again do that I think Tink at this point is just inspecting the auto-loading mechanism in his arm. He's got kind of a couple of panels on his arm open and he's inspecting what's going on. He's reloading the pistol as he does so. That's pretty much all he's doing. He's not really concerned with what, uh, what anyone else is doing at this point. 
Is that the is that Tantan just running around outside like yeah. practicing? <laughs> so, so Tantan, Tantan, what's going on? I would like you to make a perception searching tech check as you search for your herb. So Alice, Alan Titchmarsh on speed. <laughs> <laughs> the geriatric Alan Titchmarsh. Um, yeah, so Ooh, a take, shrubbery. you managed to find uh, <laughs> you managed to find a good quantity of the herb growing in one of the corners of the the courtyard where the makeshift camp was made, and you you managed to to collect cool. yourself enough for your experiments. Uh, could I uh, start making a little fire, please, John? Uh, yes, indeed you can. So there's actually, there's already the fireplace that's there. Like, you can see, like, there's a little circle of stones and a little bit of ash. There's sort of a little pile of wood just over to one side by the two bodies as well. Okay, I will um, start um, the little fire and I will take some of the leaves and I will uh, tear them up and put them into a little tin cup of mine and, like, balance them on top of the logs. Okay, so you start doing that. Uh, what would everybody else like to do? Where's Jeremy during all this? All right, Mac is about <laughs> to go and check on Jeremy. Okay, so Mac, you, you, you turn round, you turn round and go back to the corner where you left Jeremy, and Jeremy has just stood uh, with this crown, like sort of like slumped over his head, so he can't really see anything. But he's just stood obediently, just in the corner of the room, um, just off to one side, just just waiting for you. Oh, there you are, Jeremy. Are you okay? Those Sit cats in. were a bit irritating. It looks up at you and bleats at you and sort of like looks at you and and, and you, you sort of um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks Alexa thank you Alexa yeah. I didn't realise sheep noises summoned Alexa yeah right Alexa stop <laughs> anyway let's carry wild on. Alexa I'll, appears I'll, I'll cut that cut that one out anyway I'll leave it in that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> anyway, um, let it live. It was telling me about something about eleven o'clock in the morning. Anyway, <laughs> moving onwards. So, uh, where were we? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you found uh, Jeremy happily, sort of sits there and, and bleats at you. And, uh, what would you? What would you like to do? The rest of you. Anything else? Um, Gillis wants to bury the bodies that they found. It just makes sense from his religious perspective. Okay. To put them back in so, the ground and let them do their thing. So you make your way out to the small courtyard, and there's uh, these sort of two bodies down here. And as you get closer, you do really obviously see that whatever these creatures were, they clearly feasted on these two bodies. As there's sort of like just flesh and bone exposed, like most of the flesh is gone. There's still bits of it here. They're they're relatively fresh. You do notice there's a, a satchel off to one side, um, and you you also see a, a dagger lying off to the side, and sort of this this makeshift camp. Okay, I'll probably search place first. I mean. Gillis's religion dictates, you okay. know, you have to put the dead back in the ground, really, but they don't need their stuff to do so. Okay, so, um, as you make a search, I would like you to roll a perception searching chest test, please. Chest. <clears throat> There's a chest. I heard you say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's find the right roll. There it is. 12. Perception nice. is 14. 14. Good. And you actually get some stun points on that from mm. exploration stunts. Um... <clears throat> Probably, uh, there's a few things that you, you could do, but essentially with that roll, um, you find over the two corpses, sort of in pockets and various other things, you, you find about 15 silver. Minted. Uh, you find quite easily, because it's lying on the side, a dagger. 
and you also find um, a bloody axe next to the second corpse. Um, as you sort of reach into the satchel, you open up the satchel and you find a note. You sort of open up the note. And it's a mercenary contract. And on that mercenary contract, it simply says, Employee, Rufus de Shivra and Yarrick Halfdanson. Employer, Mr. Smith. Job, retrieve brooch matching illustration from Old Monastery in swamps north of Marquis, and then return to Sword and Shields Agency in Marquis or Goldcrest. And it's got the seal of the Sword and Shield um, Agency at the, the, the base. Um, one that you're familiar with having done the old mercenary job yourself. Um, alongside this, in, in the bag, you find a small brooch. Um, what the brooch looks like is this intermingled sort of twisting of silver strands and three red gems. Some of the bits and pieces look like they could move. Okay, so Gillis has just got to pocket all of that. <laughs> um, and just let things calm down before he reveals it to everyone else. So you're sort of there, and you, you sort of sit next to Tan Tan, who's there with a the little fireplace. Is there anything anybody else would like to do? I think at this point, Tink is just like, because he's got a bit of a thirst for knowledge. So he's just kind of wandering the kind of ruins and just like documenting okay. everything, like, internally. So as you wander the ruins, you, you sort of make your way, like, instinctively, you sort of follow Tan Tan. And as Tan Tan goes off to the right, you go to the left, and you sort of look... And you see there's a little set of staircase, there's a sort of set, a set of staircases. There's, mm -hmm. there's a staircase just going down underneath. Um, you, you know about sort of the rudimentary uh, sort of beliefs of humans, that they tend to bury their dead underneath places of worship and crypts. And having a look around, not seeing any other entrances, it does look like it's potentially the crypt of this place. Okay, yeah, I think you would... You know, do his old tea light trick. You know, click his fingers, light a tea light, slot it into his head, so he's got some light, and he probably wander down there. Okay, so he starts to wander down. Is anybody else uh, coming with Tink? So, um, still... so, so before before Tink does that, I guess um, there's well, I'm not going to go with Tink, but I think Galen, um, hearing kind of what's going on out in the courtyard, and like uh, knowing that the deal that we had with Tantan to kind of like find his herbs and get this staff transcribed i think he's gonna kind of walk out into the courtyard and be like hey come on right we've got you your herbs now we we want help with this stuff you're gonna need to tell us what what this is and kind of like demand a bit of information kind of push him back and 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 back him away from his little fire that he's doing whatever he's doing if he's trying to get high or whatever we don't really care <laughs> just want to know what's going on with this uh <clears throat> because i got this stuff he goes, eh, eh, wait, wait, almost done, almost done. I finish, then I look at, I look at oh, staff. Oh no, and look, you yes. don't finish, wizard. You tell us what's on this staff right now. Uh, no, no, I need, I need, I need this potion. It'll help me focus. Mm, I'm not sure I trust this thing. Mm. Mac, bring the staff. Uh, Mac brings the staff over along with Jeremy. So you and he your puts his around. crown back on his head as he's going. At a jaunty angle. <laughs> Say, Mac, tell this wizard he needs to tell us what's on your King Mac staff. <laughs> wizard, what is on my King Mac staff? <laughs> uh, um, take it. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Everyone, calm down. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I've asked the staff and the book and the book. Yes, the book too. 
Okay, so it will take you a, a little bit of time to sort of digest all the information on it. Um, just so you know, I have messaged you, uh, Ollie, with some information on these items. So it will take you a little bit of time um, to look over them. But just to start with uh, the information you glean from, from the staff, because this is quite easy to look at and sort of, you know, have a quick look over. Um, you instantly work out that it is of a dwarven creation. You can sort of see that the runes in its side are master crafted and ancient. Uh, the dwarvish is quite old. It's not current. However, you do have a like a little glance over the runes, and you notice they're all to do with light magic, protection, heroism, and healing. At this current moment, there's not much else you can glean from it because it's got no magical power. It seems to be inert. Um, it's almost as if the the magic has been drained from it. And you surmise that actually, with it being a dwarven creation, you probably need to go and see a dwarven artificer to actually find out more. And it's at this moment that you sort of think as you're looking at this going, I don't actually know of any dwarves in the Aurum coast that would be able, even able to do this. You might even have to go and search for the dwarves in the mountains. And that's sort of the information that you gleam as you're, you're glancing over it and processing it with sort of like your, your fast mind. I will uh, relay this information onto the group in my usual erratic. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not a great <laughs> deal of help. So basically, uh, what you're telling uh, us is that you don't know much about this stuff, but we should go speak to a dwarf. You could have told us this back at that tavern. <laughs> wait, 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 there's more information in the book. Just give me a second, it okay. takes a little bit more time to read the book, okay, yes. Okay, okay, Tantan. I would, uh, I would like to settle down by the fire and flick through the book. Okay, so you sit down by the fire and I oh, know, it will take me a while to sort of, yeah. Yeah, take you a little bit of time to, uh, to, to go through it. Um, so, as this is all going on, um... Tink, yep. you descend the dark steps down into this crypt. You begin to notice the damp, stale air inside your nostrils. And it really feels like nostrils. it... <laughs> in but your yeah, nose pipes. <laughs> olfactory <laughs> senses, yeah. <laughs> yeah ol olfactory senses. <laughs> it feels like it lingers too long there and gives you a sense of unease about this place. The steps only continue for a short distance below the monastery floor. I mean, well, that's pretty normal for a crypt. And also pretty normal for a crypt. There are several stone coffins inlaid into the wall. What's weird, though? Each one's inscription seems like it's been aggressively scratched off. Vandalised to the extent where no one could see who these people are. As you make your way further into the crypt, you notice that there is one sarcophagus. Sit. Sat nice and proud in the centre of this crypt. What would you like to do? So, I'm assuming this place is ridiculously creepy, but Tink, being Orion and quite naive, isn't isn't creeped out in the slightest. He's just kind of wandering around. like just He's fascinated by like learning all of these and seeing all these new things. Um... I think you'll probably wander towards it, just you know, out of sheer naivety. You'll just walk up, walk up to this other sarcophagus. 
this sarcophagus is, as you get close to it, you realise that it's open. Hmm. It's moved over slightly to, to one side. And the, the lid is not in place. On top, it's got uh, the image of a human warrior lying on top. Shield on one side, sword on the other. As you look on the shield, you recognise the emblem. It's one that your friend Galen wears. It's of the Ember Order. And as you look over this sarcophagus, this one's a little bit stranger. There's a name and an inscription. And this one just has a single line through it. And you can read the name. It says Cornelius Pyreheart. And underneath it, scratched into the surface of this sarcophagus, into the stone side, it simply reads, The Deathless One. And that is where we will stop today's episode. Ooh, yeah, what a yeah. Mm. Very much so. There you go, folks. So, um, thank you very much. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, good session, folks. Yeah, mm, really, agreed. really love that. It was good. Um, good fun. And well, next time around, I guess we get to find out a little bit more about uh, what's in the book and sort of mm. where where you will go from here. And, and with us ending like this, uh, Ollie will have to join us for at least one more session. Uh, <laughs> well, as long as you'll have me. <laughs> you, know, as, you know, as long as you, you would like to join us. So, uh, no, for thank, sure. Thank you very much yeah, for joining us so far. <laughs> the one thing the group needs is someone throwing lightning everywhere but the enemies. <laughs> <laughs> adds, adds yeah, to the exactly. Chaos. I just quite um, like the dynamic between him and Mac, to be honest. Like, he's just like permanently <laughs> odds with each other. <laughs> Let's see what happens next week. Every yeah. game. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen at the start? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I throw him in the crypt. <laughs> God. Gonna play basketball, but with Tantan as the ball. <laughs> uh, but I no, really enjoyed that, folks. So uh, no, thank you, and, and well done. Um, surviving still, you've managed to get through seven episodes, and you're still alive. Just, just. Um, so no, Me and thank you were very much. Fed. You were, you were. <laughs> as as were all the enemies eventually. Um... Literally. <laughs> but um. But no, thank you very much, folks, for for listening and, and following our our podcast as we move through this adventure uh, I'm really enjoying it, I hope you folks are too um, but for now it's time for us to end this episode so thank you very much and we will catch you next time round thanks so much Bye. thank you for listening to our show we hope you enjoy it as much as we do on that topic if you did like the show please leave us a review to help more people find their way to us Anyway, we look forward to having you along for the next part of the journey. And just remember the most important question. What would you like to do?